Jesus Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on a Episode 624 for October 26th, 2020. It is spooky week. Halloween. Saturday. Go and get your COVID candy. I'm not. No, I'm just going to buy my kid a bag of candy. That's what we did. Yeah. Put a put a bag on it. Put a Charlie Brown bag on his head. <laughs> Here's your candy. Enjoy it. But on the show this week, we have Anthony. You heard me already. We got Ryan. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I've come to suck your blood. I want it. Uh, Drew said he was going to be here, but like, last week I started the show by saying he would be here, and then he didn't show up, so I'm not going to disappoint you all again. Um, it is countdown time. I mean, we are literally two weeks from tomorrow. When the new consoles begin arriving, you know, for normal people. Yeah, for for the the unwashed masses. Yeah, you know. Or the unwashed few in this case, since there's not really going to be a mass of them. I know that uh, a bunch of a bunch of cool kids got their PS5s on Friday morning. They're bringing Travis Scott on for. I saw that video of like them showing their shoes. I'm like, what the fuck is? I Sony is such a weird thing. Like, I don't know if you saw this morning. They're branding their their 4K Blu-rays now with like PS5 compatible. Oh, just what I want on my nice fucking movies is a fucking <laughs> PS5 fucking logo. Remember how we people were upset about the the games for um. Xbox Series X, or having the Series X compatible big shield thing. Well, well I don't think it was so much the shield as, as, as the fact that it was like a quarter of the fucking box. But it's like, it's, it is, it is, it, I, I do get it. It's ugly. I got it. Right? However, like, games are moving more digital, and I, I know that there's people that still hold on physical. I still buy physical when it's cheaper. Um, or, or better for me in certain cases, but it's usually because of price. Um, like when I buy movies though, like I am more doing it for the reason of like, if I put in the Blu-ray seven years from now, it's the same movie, which is not the same case with video games. So I'd like to have a fucking PS5 logo on it forever. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. Your copy of the fifth element will say right on it. Compatible. Yes. <sighs> Just. I mean, I get it. It's the first time a PlayStation console has played a 4K Blu-ray, which, when you yeah, say that and, out loud, sounds very fucking crazy. 
Yeah, and to be fair, how many of us have DVDs in our collections that say explicitly full screen or widescreen <laughs> on them, which is something that really doesn't exist anymore? Yeah, unfortunately, that was a thing that, that yeah. I, just, lot my of... issue is that, like, this is now a platform, like, I can't play it on anything else. Like, what? What about those assholes that have the hybrid HD DVD Blu rays? Oh, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> There's like red and blue on two different. Uh, ugly you probably things. could have just ended that sentence after HD DVD. Probably, yeah. I mean, there's some people out there probably. We had this conversation last week. They, they, we did. Yeah. Somebody's got that collection. Time is a flat circle. It it really is. And just like a just like an HD DVD. Go get yourself an <laughs> HD DVD for your Xbox 360. What's funny is those things are probably now more expensive than they were when they came out. No, they are not. You can trip and fall because they they're useless. Nobody well, wants I mean, them. but the, a lot of things are useless that people collect. That's not a good excuse. No, but I mean, like it, they are. The, the nobody wants them, like because everything that came out on HD DVD. That's worthwhile. Came out on Blu-ray eventually. Um, you know, it, it's. I'm sure yeah. there's some people, but they already have them. Nobody's going and discovering the HD DVD catalog. I can't even buy one on Amazon. See, that's what's fucked up right there is when you can't buy one I, on I, Amazon. I saw one like a couple weeks ago for like three dollars. I'm gonna HD eBay DVD. it. I'm gonna eBay it. Can I? Can I fucking search? I mean, come on. I mean, come on. No, you cannot. No, it's, it's such a. I hate searching for shit on eBay. Um, Forty-three seventy-five. Twenty bucks. With the media remote. Nobody cares about the media. I'm just saying. Anyway, video games, that's what we're talking about. Not HD DVD, not a dead format. <sighs> Look at that, Drew's still not here. Uh, Anthony, do you want to talk wow. about video games? No, I'd rather throw Drew under the bus for the next 40 minutes. I mean, that's... Uh, um, yeah. I finished Mafia Definitive Edition. Um, that's going to be probably on my top 10 games of the year. Um... Yeah, I want more open world games like that where they clearly have a set story that they're going to put you through that is clearly the focus instead of the open world aspect. Um, they do do some neat things. Son of a bitch. God damn it, Drew. Why'd you have to ruin that? I what? mean, nobody could hear him join. It doesn't record the sound beeps? No, it doesn't. That would be well, horrible. I didn't, uh, well, I thought it did. How well, would I use the hell out of me. Drew's <laughs> here, everybody. We spent the first five minutes of the podcast throwing you under the bus for not being here yet. Oh, sorry. I work. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, M- Mafia, the open world stuff, there is some missions you can do in the open world segment, but it's a separate option from the story. Um, it does carry over your uh, story progression to the open world, but um, there's some funny sort of missions, but they, they feel tacked on. They don't have the same polish as the main storyline. Um, there's no voice acting for the extra missions. 
uh, that are all given over telephone booths. A um, bunch of collectibles to find that don't really do anything. You know, it's that type of stuff. Um, but it's neat. I, I I do say, like, it reminds me of the getaway in terms of, like, they put more emphasis in, like, these characters that they're delivering. And I, I last time we talked, I said I didn't like the characters that are kind of the tertiary or secondary characters in the game. Uh, you don't play as them, but they're always sort of with you throughout the missions. And wow, I grew to love those characters. Um, <laughs> uh, there is a mission that is done with a different character, though, who can only speak Italian, and your character only speaks English. And Straight it's so reference to the Godfather. It's so well acted. Uh, I <laughs> I was laughing the whole time. This game knows how to pace itself. And what's fascinating is that it's mostly the original script, from what I could tell. Um, they did edit some things, but uh, for the most part, it's just acted by new actors. And wow, um, the Don is the Don is a character in Mafia Three as well. Um, he's a uh, police chief, I believe. Um, but he was uh, Gomez Adams on the 90s version of the Adams Family. I knew I recognized him from somewhere, and that ended up being it. Uh, my review for Disc Room is up. That's a good game. I'd recommend you play the demo, but I was wrong and wrote that in my review. Um, it's a survive the room when they just keep shooting discs at you, and each disc, which is a saw blade basically, uh, acts differently. They all have different properties. Um, and each room, or I should say door that you go through has certain objectives you have to meet. So sometimes it's last 10 seconds in this room and then the door opens up. And sometimes it's like get killed by two different types of discs. And what's neat is that they give you certain power-ups to work your way through all these rooms. And you can kind of tackle them in any order uh, you want. Um, but then some rooms have their own properties as well. So it's not just the discs. Uh, my favorite is still that there's one where the timer doesn't move unless you're standing on the center of the floor. So you have to sometimes exit out to dodge oncoming discs. And that means that you step off the platform and the timer stops. So if you have to survive to 30 seconds, which feels like forever when they're just shooting out all these discs at you, um, it, it screws you up to have to step off because now it's not just 30 seconds. It's upwards of a minute. Sometimes it, I really like this game. I'm very disappointed, though, because I feel like every time I've seen this game get played um, or seen Devolver's press for it or even me talking to it now, I don't do this game. Like, nothing does it justice. It's one of those you have to play it uh, because it it looks like it's either going to be a roguelike or just an arcade game, and it's neither so I, I really do suggest, like, the best solution right now is, like, go and watch, like, a playthrough of the entire game and just watch the first seg- section because there's nothing you can kind of spoil for yourself in that in those rooms. And then 
play the game and pick it up. It's like 15 bucks. It's worth it. Um, it's on Switch and PC right now. Um, it, pick it up if you end up liking the look of it. Um, I played Among Us for the first time last night, which is, of course, taking over the world. Um, I mean, all right, memes aside and everybody talking about this game, it's good, right? So I have a feeling it would be really shit if I played with random people. Um, well, as is most I, things. What I, I hear is it's running rampant that people are sitting in a Discord and cheating. So how this is how we did it. We we were on Discord talking to each other, but it you could I mean that's the thing you could cheat. That it's all based on trust, I suppose to some extent. Just the premise alone. Um, I, I for those who don't know. Among Us is basically a video game version of Mafia, not the video game, but the the party game where, uh, you know, certain people are certain members of, or it's like, I know it is Werewolf. Yeah, Werewolf, Mafia, Resistance. Yeah. Um, There's one based in Camelot, I can't remember what it's called. But basically the idea is that a certain percentage of the group of people are working against a common goal. So... In, in Among Us, there's tasks. And so if you're a crew member, you have to do tasks. And if you fill the bar to completion, the crewmates win. Uh, there's going to always be more crewmates at the beginning than there are imposters, of course. Um, because if there was equal amounts, one all the imposters would just gang up and choose different targets. So uh, we were playing in a group of 10 at the at the most and we had two imposters and so what happens is everybody goes off in different directions uh we played in two there's three maps and we played in two of them um and to start doing their tasks you have like a checklist um so you there is a point where you might not have anything to do um but uh, there are all these little mini games. It's just connect the wires that have to be connected. Play this, like Simon says, with like you know the old Simon game where it's like it beeps in the corner, you have to hit it, and then it gives you two, and then it gives you three. Um, there's a one where you have to count in order, uh, move a ship from one end to the other. They're very basic tasks, but th- some are more involved than others, and they leave you vulnerable for the imposter to kill you. And the idea is that the imposters win when the imposters outnumber the um uh what's it called um crewmates so because it's just assumed that it's an automatic win if there's i think it's if you have one on one it it the game is over so if you have two on one the game is over um but that's only if there's again uh, more imposters than there are crewmates um, so we were playing in Discord, but we would mute ourselves. And when discussion time came up, that's everybody who wasn't dead got to unmute and talk. Um, it's a fascinating game. It's definitely something that I think works in the pandemic. I can totally see how this didn't hit when it released two years ago, um, as big as it is now. Um, but goddamn, it's a lot of fun. Again, I can't imagine playing with randoms. Uh, even though I didn't know everybody I was playing with yesterday, I only knew one other person. Um, it was it was a lot of fun trying to figure out and, and and vetting people and 
you know, I saw this person here, so it can't be them, but it could be them. And then, uh, you know, trying to deflect and uh, I was getting into an argument because, which I know, surprise, um, where they were like, well, 50-50 says it's either you or him. And we shot him out last turn. So if we shoot you out too, that means we definitely got an imposter. I'm like, but I'm telling you right now, that doesn't make any sense because that's not how probability works. So it it's it, it's fascinating. It's it's something that like I think a lot of people will enjoy. What's interesting is we had people playing on uh mobile phones. I didn't know that was an option. But Yeah, but it's actually PC- bigger there. Well, I knew you could play on phones. I didn't realize you could play cross-play, basically, uh, as well. Um, so that's fantastic. I, I do think that if uh, you can get a group, I think six is basically the minimum to play. And if you're playing with six, you have one imposter. Um, you can set the difference, but I got two is too easy for the imposters to win. Um, but uh, if, you get, if, you, if you can get six people... I suggest playing this. Like it, it's super fun. Um, I it really enjoyed that. We played for four hours straight. So, uh, and that's I don't know how many rounds. Um, yeah. So that was that. And then uh, Ken, you sent me the code for Pumpkin Jack, which I'll be reviewing. Um, now I have not played Medieval before. I've seen Medieval. People, some people are saying this is a Medieval ripoff. So I can't speak to that. I can say, however, rip off with good controls. <laughs> I can say this game does play really well. Um, I think the platforming's great. The humor's pretty good. Um, you are, you are. A, I can't remember the name. Uh, you're a trickster, Jack. Basically, what ends up happening is your soul gets put into a pumpkin by uh, the devil who sends you up to fight this wizard that the humans are using to fight against the devil. So basically you're working for the bad guy. Um, and you have a crow that is scared of everything, but you're basically holding hostage to work for you. And uh, there's a lot of unlockables, like there's a lot of collectibles, I should say, throughout the level, but it is linear. And there seems to be only six levels. Well, let's, level let's put this into perspective. This was made by one dude. Fuck off. Yep. It's really good. That that's that's fascinating. That <laughs> I was gonna say, this is a really good game. I didn't know it was played by one dude. Yep. If you watch the uh, opening credits, it's uh, he comes on and he thanks like three or four people, but he is the main dude that did like everything. I think. Uh, give me a second. I just want to know what the price is on this. Twenty nine ninety nine and twenty. There's twenty four dollars on sale. I think right now. Yeah. Yeah, so I do recommend this game. Um, I think this is a really fantastic game. Um, I haven't played a ton of it, so maybe don't jump on it right away. But like so far, it's really strong. Like I was expecting a collectathon when you I saw the screenshots, and I guess to some extent there is some elements because it's like linear, but it does open up. Um, but uh, it's not like Banjo Kazooie or whatever. It is. Uh, very linear, um, and like I was just surprised that the writing is as good as it is. Um, the animations and everything. Like I thought this was an indie team. To know that this is one person is really crazy. Um, but yeah, I started that up today, um, and I uh, blew through the first level and started the second. Um, like I said, though, it does seem to be pretty short. But uh, you know, thirty bucks. I 
think you can spend $30 uh, in worse ways. So I do suggest looking into it. Uh, I've only ever seen positive stuff about it too. So uh, it seems to be a pretty common consensus. This is really good. And that's it for me. All right. Well, Drew, since you're here now, do you want to talk about any games you've been playing? <laughs> Don't really have much to talk about. Well, I gave you two for review. Right. I know. Those? Can I I'm talk about those? Up, those games have been out for a while. Oh, good. No, that's that's <laughs> story of my life. No, I think both of them came out last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so actually, yeah. Um, Ken, I don't know if you talked about this past couple of weeks. I know you have been playing it. Uh, Nine Monkeys of Shaolin. Yeah, that game is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It's a solid beat 'em up right there. Yeah, it's got like some like really intricate combat. The, the only thing that throws me off is like the main attack button is not the X button, and that throws nope. me off. Nope. Uh, so yeah, the only thing that I really have to say that's bad about this game is there are platforming sections. Oh, I don't think I've seen those. Yeah, it gets a list later on in the um later on in the game. But there, it's not really jumping because you don't jump in this game. You have a dodge, and it depends on what you have equipped. So I have this thing equipped where I just do like a Akuma, like quick teleport dash thing. <laughs> if you know what I mean when when I say that. When he does like the reverse moonwalk. Yeah, yeah, uh, and like there are times where you have to, you know, you'll fall into a pit. Granted, you don't take damage if you fall into a pit. You don't. You don't have to start the level. It's not a game over or anything like that. You don't lose a life or anything like that. But you just restart from where you fell off at, like Zelda does. Um, but man, there was a couple of parts where I was just like, I I can't make this. Like I keep falling into this pit. And that was kind of annoying. But no, that's a solid beat 'em up. Um, there is multiplayer. Um, I, I believe both online and offline. I have not tried the multiplayer yet. Uh, and you can turn friendly fire on or off, from what I understand. Why would you ever want it on? I know, I know. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, that's, that's a solid beat 'em up. Uh, I know it came out on the Switch a while back. Sorry, which game is this? Nine Monkeys of Shaolin. Did it come out on Switch? Because the the thing the the reason that this game got on my radar is if you remember, and I know it's been a hell of a year. During E3, Microsoft did the uh, try all these games thing where they had a bunch of demos on the store. And this was one of them. And I downloaded it and I was like, wow, this is really solid. And I thought it was new then. The combat is so intricate in this game. You can easily go through this game and just hit the Y button all day long if you want to. But it feels so good to pull off these combos. I like that you can get different weapons. Yes. So I have still just, like, I I absolutely love the fact that every critical hit that I land stuns an enemy. So I've been sticking with the starter weapon because I feel like that's broken. Because you can stun, like, bosses and stuff in this game. Okay. The the visuals remind me of, and I know I'm going to age myself here, uh, Jackie Chan Stuntmaster. Yep. That's exactly what I was thinking. This looks like a Jackie Chan game. Yeah, I have it's to look real that good game though. up because I've never heard of Jackie Chan Stuntmaster before. Really, that game is yeah, that game is pretty good. Oh, yeah, oh, it surprises wow. me you haven't heard of that one. 
I definitely can understand why you'd be comparing the two, though. Like, just yeah, I've never heard of this game before. Jackie Chan stunt master or Nine Monkeys of Shaolin. To be you fair, I've never heard of either. Of these, they should play both of those games. The the Jackie Chan stunt master, the PS One game, is a hell of a lot better than it has any right to be. Uh, and this yeah, game, I wonder, this, I wonder uh, how well that game holds up, though. I played it two weeks ago. And oh yeah. There are definitely some issues with the controls because yeah, the PS One. Yeah, as you say, what PS One game doesn't have? Yeah, it's even Spyro, which I think holds up one as one of the better titles uh, that was, you know, more three D than like Crash was. Um, it it has its issues as well because it's PS One. So yeah, Jackie Chan Stunt Master has some issues with like sluggish controls and hit detection, but it's still a pretty cool game. Yeah. But yeah, no, nine nine monkeys is really cool. They have like like it's so intricate because like there's there's different enemies, so you're fighting mainly humans, but then every once in a while you run into a ghost, and a ghost can only be damaged with key abilities. So you have to like switch your stances and it's it's really good. Like that, yeah. that surprised me. Like every time I was like you know, I'm sitting down. I was like, "Oh, I could play some Overwatch right now, or I could go through a couple levels in Shaolin." So yeah. I'd sit down and play that. I looking think there's at, a demo still laying around for Nine Monkeys of Shaolin. Looking at the um, screenshots, like the art style reminds me of the um, Shadow of the Beast remake. Like just the way it's colored. Everything. Yeah, they've got a ton of different like little unlockables you can get. So you, uh, you know, there's like a big head mode. There's also the um, the the classic like uh, you know, like like the the classic movie Japanese movie like samurai movie, like the black and like a ghost of a ghost Kurosawa, Kurosawa yeah. sort of look. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've got all that kind of stuff. There's tons of unlockables in it. Um, there's three different skill trees that you can yeah. go through. I'll yeah, um, looking into this. It's, and it's definitely, they want you to replay levels too, because you get more skill points when you replay levels. I don't know if anybody else has noticed this, but like the last month or so has just been on fire for indie games. Yeah. Like there's been some really like standout shit. Yeah. Like I, I've seen some oh, really good stuff. Shit. Yeah. So I'm looking at it, uh, Ken, uh, on Steam anyways, there is a demo still. Yeah, I figured there was. I think the Xbox demo is still up too. I don't know about the other console. I don't even have a PlayStation right now, so but I don't know. Yeah, and what yeah. Uh, what most people don't know about that game is it's actually a prequel trilogy. Uh, Nine Monkeys of the Shaolin, Ten Monkeys of the Wu Tang, Eleven Monkeys of the Mantis, and then Twelve Monkeys, of course, starring Bruce Willis and Brad Pitt. <laughs> wow. I was wondering where that was going. Wow, that was a fucking. That, that is very intricate for that joke. Took a lot of steps to get there. Hey, sometimes you got to walk the walk. The twelve <laughs> monkeys of Brad Pitt. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, this, no. This That's a solid good. game. That's a solid game. I anybody out there who likes beat 'em ups, uh, this is really good. In fact, I, I actually jumped back into. I got into a beat 'em up kind of kick. I jumped back into Streets for Rage Four. Oh, that game's good too. That's solid too. That's real solid. Um, that was uh. Because I was like, yeah, it's still on Game Pass. I know Anthony had, had mentioned to me, he's like, yeah, you really need to play that for at least yeah, Game Pass. I, I suggested it at one point because uh, Drew asked me if I wanted to jump in on um, Phoenix Down. And I suggested it, but I'm like, eh, it's probably not going to be enough to talk about because it is just a beat-em-up at the end of the day. 
Yeah. Where'd you get to in it, Drew? Uh, I... I did... I beat the commissioner. And... I think I'm on the fourth level? You know what's funny? Like, people ask how Game Pass makes money. And I'm like, when Streets of Rage leaves Game Pass, I'm fucking buying it. Um, I... I own it on disc uh, just because... Well, I mean, I own it on PC, which is where I reviewed it, but I bought the PS4 version on disc just because it's one of those games where it's like, I don't... Whatever's on here will hold up because that was printed way after the game came out. Yeah, this will be the third or fourth game I've done this with. So the first one was uh, NBA 2K20. I was playing a season and off of Game Pass, and it said, you know, this is leaving Game Pass. And since I had the service, I had a discount and it was on sale. So I got it for like five bucks. So I just bought it. And then that happened with Gato Roboto. That was leaving Game Pass. And I was like, well, I've already beat this on Switch, but I want to play through it again on Xbox. So I bought that. And as soon as Streets of Rage 4 says well, we're leaving Game Pass, while it's still on there, I'll buy it with my discount. And I mean, that I... leaving Game Pass this month thing, I get why they do it. Because you're like, shit, I got to buy this before it leaves. Yeah, and, I, they, and they do a pretty decent discount sometimes. Yeah, yeah. The game will usually go on sale the week it's leaving, and yeah. plus you get the 10% discount, so hell yeah. I just uh, That's how Game Pass makes its money, that and DLC. Yeah. And, and I have to say, like when it comes to Streets of Rage 4, it is still probably my favorite game of the year. It's a pretty good video game. I, I have... Like all I have to say, Drew, is when you get to the elevator level, it's my favorite elevator level in a beat 'em up. Okay. And like, there's always an elevator level, you know. Yeah. I'm like, hoping this... the takeover comes to Xbox at some point. I like that game on Switch. Um, there's been a couple of decent ones. I know Fight and Rage was pretty good. Yeah. 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 Fight and Rage is pretty good. Um, there's a, there was another big one, wasn't there? Oh, Battle Battle Toads. Toads. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I haven't tried Battletoads. I beat it before it came yeah. out, and then I, I kind of moved on to something else. So. Yeah, Battletoads is pretty good. I need yeah. to play that still. I like that game. I thought it was genuinely funny. Well, that's because we have, you know, no, they're all low ground. I, can, I, I don't know. People were attacking that game for the humor being bad. I'm like, I, what do you want from fucking It's Battletoads. You yeah, that too. The, I thought they're making, from my understanding, they make fun of themselves for being goddamn Battletoads. Yeah, they constantly. Do. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I laughed out loud at least once, and I chuckled quite a few times while I was playing that game. Two laughs and a chuckle, everybody. I mean, I don't laugh out loud at much. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I watched Delirious when I was like eleven. <laughs> Ruined you. Just everything was a constant. <laughs> yeah. It can, it can never match up to Delirious. I don't know. I grew up in the highlight. Of, I watched Chappelle show when it was airing. Okay. As did I. Yeah. You know, most yeah. of the kids listening had to watch that shit on rerun. And it's like, I watched that shit when it was live. Yeah. And holy God, what a, what a movement that show was. God. Speaking of which, um, you should check out the, the David Letterman Netflix. He did Dave Chappelle. Oh, the, my next guest. Yep. I need to watch that Mark Twain thing too. I haven't watched that. The, uh, the honors that he was done. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. I've watched all three of his stand-up specials twice that are on Netflix. The new ones. Yeah. They're really fucking fun. They're real good. <laughs> God. 
Damn, that dude's uh, funny. Um, yeah, so I would highly suggest if you like Streets of Rage 4, you should try out Nine Monkeys of Shaolin. Yeah. It's solid. It really is. Um, also playing for review, um, Raji? Yeah, Raji. Raji? What's the subtitle? Ancient? Some, I don't remember what it is. So you're asking me. I don't know. I have no idea. He was pretty good, though. The game's Raji, solid. an ancient epic. An ancient yeah. epic. Uh, it's it's solid. Um, very acrobatic. That game is. Um, obviously, you play as like a a street performer, trying to get her uh, little brother from these demons. Um, that game can get difficult though. I haven't played much outside the demo. Okay. I was thinking I had lost connection or something. I was like, it was real quiet. I I got through all the tutorial, like where you can spin around the poles and climb up the poles and do like these crazy acrobatic, like attack moves and stuff. Like if it reminds me of a a melee focused, um, remember those Tomb Raider games they did? The legend of Osiris. I think it was called. Yeah. The temple of Osiris. Yeah. Yeah. I may remind me. Is that not it? Temple of Osiris is a, uh, uh, DLC for destiny. Guardian of Light is one of them. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the other, but it reminds me of that. It's like the isometric, um, but it's full control, but you don't really have like a... I mean, you do have the spear throw, at least, early on, but it's mostly melee. You Temple get of Osiris was the... Temple of Osiris. Yeah. That's, isn't that what I said first? I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. The Curse of Osiris was the name of the DLC for Destiny. Osiris gets around. Okay? Yes. <laughs> So, um, yeah, uh, you do actually get a full-on... You get a bow and arrow later on in the game. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah, uh, and there are certain enemies who you're better to fight far away from. Uh, They start introducing more enemies, different types. Uh, That game, you can get overwhelmed really easy in that game. Um, It's definitely... (laughs) Going from nine monkeys to this is like, uh, I, I turned on the Dark Souls meter. <laughs> uh, yeah, Raji is, 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 can get difficult <laughs> at times. Um, although I didn't have any trouble with the first boss fight, I was like, well, this boss is kind of a pushover. Um, that's how they get you and then they yeah. beat the shit out of you the next level. Well, th- that's the thing is like they it, it, throughout the regular levels, you're getting overwhelmed by just tons of enemies. You know, a boss is just one big guy, you know, so I can easily dodge that guy. Um, yeah, that's the thing I noticed about the combat in a little bit I played is that you really like the dodge is there, the attacks are there, but it's very like rhythm based. You really need to know how many hits you can get in before you need to dodge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's very interesting, uh, very stylized, that game. Um, but I'm also playing that for review. I looked uh, Raji up just to see, because I know it's based off of like Indian mythology. Uh, mythology. I mean, they, they hardcore push the, the Indian mythology. I mean, there's well, tons of dialogue. I'm, I'm kind of glad to know that it's made by, uh, in, like it's made in India. Yeah, yeah, like, was that seems India. to be a thing uh, that's going on. Like we're seeing like more games come out of India, which is just like 
I don't know. I'm kind of excited when I hear like a place that you don't know for video games is starting up video game development and like making bigger titles because you do get stuff that's very different than what we get, you know, most of the time from uh, Western yeah, studios. Yeah, we're, we're very used to the like the the up and down, the Japanese and the and the American. Yeah, and then you know they tossed in kind of the the Western, like the Eastern European RPGs for a while. You know, and it's it's interesting to see. Like, I loved seeing like a Spanish uh, based company's take on Castlevania. I yeah, love that. Say the Spanish company that did Anima. Yeah, yeah, Pretty that sure game that, is you know so unique in what it does, and and, and, it's and like, I, I love them. I go, I like, I know I compared it to Near, but it is also very much not Near because it's you know it's its own thing, and they they have their own ideas for design. So like. I just thought about India, for example, right now is because not only is Raji doing it, but then they, Ubisoft has their Indian team working on the uh, remake of uh, Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. So, like, yeah. I, I'm glad to see that, like, you know, new places that are popping up. You know, and then we have stuff like, um, God, what's oh, look that at game? that shit coming out of China. Um, is that the China, the way the Wukong game? Yeah. yeah, that game looks amazing. That game looks incredible. Well, when it, when, you know? but I mean, like, look at what just came out of China with um, Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. Yeah. Rain. Okay, well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Not everything's a hit. Not well, everything. What hit. was the What was the other one that's um, uh, even Batuta? Yeah, that was uh, Middle Eastern. That was um, uh, God, um. Wasn't uh, Gene Ray? Was Gene Ray in China or was it Korea? I don't it was remember. China. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm pretty sure. Daily Network. Daily Network. Daily uh, Network. The fact that you can just pull that up off the top of your head. I <laughs> did. We did a Phoenix Down based on that. I, I had to look stuff I for it. No, I'm just saying. Can't wait to see what the next game they do is. Oh boy. Well, they went back, hey, again, they went back and fixed Gene Rain to something that was actually playable. Um, I want a game just based on these Swollen Scorpions. I do, too. I'd play the Swollen Scorpions DLC. Mm -hmm. Attack of the Swollen Scorpions. (laughs) I love how that game changed, and it has nothing to do with the fucking batshit crazy story that they originally... No, no, they deleted everything. I wish you could, like, flip a switch and go back and watch that intro, because that intro is fucking nuts. Nuts. It is. It really is. Fucking girl sitting in a room and fucking. Oh my god, that thing was weird. And they had you walking around. Um, yeah. And then go through a portal or some shit. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? There was the heart that you had to find. Yeah. And it was uh, legit a giant a heart. heart with like a, it looks like they bought assets off of a store. And yeah. Also, what? Saudi Arabia. That's where it was. Unearthed was built, uh, was made in Saudi Arabia. Yep. If you were miserable playing video games right now, you were just—you don't need to be playing video games. It's too much well, good if shit. You, if you're playing Gene Rain, well, if you're playing Gene Rain, you're like two years late to the party. But hey, you can still play the original version. You know what? You can go on YouTube and watch someone play Gene Rain, most likely. But if you really need to, it's all—the original is still available on Steam. On Steam, so don't yeah. yeah, it's a separate purchase. So, oh my god, yeah. No, no, if you want to be miserable playing video games, just play any game we did last year. Oh, there's that, too. Yeah. But you, you brought that on yourself. Like Don't you didn't play. Have to play. 
I'll just save everybody some time though. Don't play perfect weapon. Just don't oh, do it. God, I mean, who, who's going yeah. back to play perfect weapon? I'm, right? I'm, uh, listen, listen. You may see that cover and go, maybe this is a hidden gem. It's not. It's not a hidden gem. No, I would not look it's at that cover. Like, that cover looks like a, a third grader drew it. And no, like he it's has no. Literally, like we took a picture of our television screen and put. It Listen, I owned Perfect Weapon uh, when it came out on the PS One. Did you throw as you were driving home? Did you make or did you go for a drive and then throw it up the fucking window? Uh, no, Awful. I did not. I actually played it. Um, and it was terrible. But yeah, you know. Back then, I I didn't have as many games as I have now. So, do you still own it? No, no. no I forever no, own that game. Local, we had a we had a we had a um a local video game store that I could ride my bike to. So I sold it not too long after. Yep, I own that forever. Okay, I have okay. I have some bad news, everybody. I was wrong. I made a mistake. This is now the second time I've done that. Um, Gene Rain is no longer available on Steam. Oh no! Well, that's ruining my day. Thanks. Only, only, only Wind Tower, which is the remake. Also, as I'm searching for like maybe Gene Rain is available somewhere, and it looks like the original might be available on PS4. Well, you can buy the disc and not connect to the internet, right? Is there a disc version of Gene Rain? I thought there was. Oh my God. I, if there is, I'm almost at this point needing to own it just because it's such a integral part of this show. But um, Man, there's a lot, there's a lot, this this show the the games people remember this show for are some of the shittiest trash. games. I mean, yeah. some of the worst. Yep. Oh. Also, I just want to throw out just uh, Game Spew. It's a website I've never heard of, but I'm sure they'd say the same about us. Oh yeah. Um, they're reviewed just as Gene Rain is a mistake. I mean, I'm yeah. pretty sure my my tagline for Gene Rain was "mistakes were made." Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh is, man, oof. that game is bad, but nothing tops Perfect Weapon for last year. Well, I'm sure you do remember. <laughs> what? Yeah, it is your your tagline is "mistakes were made." Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was, I, I distinctly remember my entire time with Gene Rain. <laughs> no lies detected in that statement. Yeah, I mean it's it's that game is bad. Uh, All right, Drew, what else you got? Anything? I not really. Um, we we finished up uh, uh, Man of Medan or Medan or Madon. No fanfare for the fact that Little Hope comes out this week. That's the thing. We did. I thought it was pushed back, and then Matt kept saying, "No, it's like the thirtieth, right?" I'm yeah, like, "Really? It's out on Friday." And I am excited. I think <laughs> the problem is there's too much time between them. Yeah, this yeah. is something they should have probably had them sort of all developed and put them out every three months in one year. What they planned on doing was do two a year. And COVID well, hit. Yeah, yeah, COVID, COVID hit. hit, and Little Hope got delayed. I understand that. I'm just saying, like it is, it is that is the reason why there's no fanfare. Like, kind of sad. It, yeah, it happens. I mean, hey, I'm excited for that. I still have to play Man of Medan. That's, oh, it's good. I know, I know. I know. Play Man of Medan. Okay. You should play it with somebody. If I had the best way to play it. fucking time, I would. Yeah. You should definitely play it with somebody. I I really enjoyed the co-op portion of that game. 
But uh, yeah, uh, I have installed and I am ready. Uh, we're we're going to hold off a week because we've got our game 100 uh, discussion, which is going live this coming Friday. Um, and then I'm trying to stop staggering the episodes. We're going to do Sunset Overdrive after that. Oh, yeah. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. What if it gets enhanced on the Series X? You going to play it there? I'm sure. I mean, I, I'm going to start playing it next week. So. Oh, okay. Well, then. so I mean, I, I have to. <laughs> Maybe when you finish it, it'll be enhanced or something. It could be. It could be. That game. But, was, uh, that game was cool. Yeah, I played. I played half of it. It's. It's not like you say. This like his save isn't going to be able to carry over if he's midway no, 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 through no, the game. The new con- I just. I just meant like playing it I, entirely. Actually, yours would be more interesting that if it does get like bumped up or something. Yeah. Like you could be playing it one week and then the next week you're like, oh wow, look at this thing. And I'm yeah. playing it on the base Xbox One. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that game was still fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like I played a bit of it. I don't remember how much I got through. I know that like a car had gone, tried to drive out of the place to only find the barrier. I remember that happening as the a, a key moment. I just don't remember much more. I finished I that game, but I could a helicopter. Not. Yeah, I finished the main game, but I couldn't get through the DLC. The DLC was kind of meh. Yeah. So. I did like the self-referential stuff in it. Yeah. It, it wasn't, ah, this is lame, like how other games do. Like how Duke Nukem Forever did. <laughs> Duke Nukem, for, can I... Just remind everyone listening that Duke Nukem has not one but two jokes about women wanting to stuff Duke Nukem up their vagina when he is trunken. Okay, we're gonna move on. <sighs> yep. All right, Drew. If that's it, we're gonna move over to the Wong Barrett. Uh, yeah, I think that's um, that's pretty much it. All right, Ryan, what you got? All right, so oh, we got weirdness again. The first time today, right? When you do your segment, of course. Of course, yeah. All right, is it still doing it? No, no, it's it's good now. Okay, so um, I have really not played anything other than continuing to play Greedfall and trying to finish that up. Um, I really haven't had much time to play anything this week, so. Um, I do have a game to review. Ken, I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about it. I don't think I am. That thing's not out till like the 17th of November, I think. Right. So, no, probably not. Yeah, okay. So, um, it's, it, but let me just say, it's not the really, really exciting one that comes out on November no, 17th, no, just in no. case everybody's asking. It's definitely not that. It's Sniper Elite for the, for the yeah, Switch. Yeah, Sniper Elite for the Switch. Um, <laughs> but, is it uh, Sniper Elite 4? Yeah, Sniper yes. Elite okay. 4 for the Switch. It, are yeah. all, all of them basically out, like V2 and 3 on Switch as well? I have no I'm not sure. Clue. I have no clue. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, other than that, I really haven't played much. Um, I, I, I have watched my son play a lot this week. Um, of Fortnite with the new update. Since John's not here, I'll I'll talk about the coolness of the new update. Um, so it's um, so Midas, who was a character in the last season, um, is now back with a shadow army, 
And so there's the, the new twist is that when you die, you, regardless of what team you were on. So if you, if you were playing uh, duos, let's say with another player, um, when you die, you actually turn into a shadow creature. And so you're on the shadow creatures team now, uh, regardless of who you were paired with before. Um, and when you're a shadow creature, you can't use weapons anymore, but you get some cool powers. Like you can dash through walls and, um, you like scratch and claw at people to kill them. Um, so you can kill regular players to try and turn them into shadow people to join the shadow people team. Um, and you can, instead of being able to pick up weapons, you can basically absorb them to get health back. Uh, so it's a pretty cool twist to a game that um, continues to evolve, um, which, you know, I got to hand it to those guys. As much money as that game has made and as popular as it is, they do continue to find ways to make it new and interesting. Um, in addition, um, I've you know, the, the big the hot game, which seems I, I never would have expected this to become the hot game. But the hot game among my son's friend group right now is the Naruto Shinobi Strikers game. OK. Yeah, that one's that one's become the hot ticket right now among my friend, my son and his group of friends. They play it every day for hours um, and they absolutely love that game. So huh. of all the of all the Game Pass games that. I would have expected to catch on with a, a group of 10 year olds who don't watch anime. Um, that is not the one I expected, but, um, but you know, it's multiplayer and you can upgrade and get new powers and stuff. So it's, I mean, it's, it's got some Fortnite qualities that I think have, have drawn them in a little. Hmm. Um, other than that, I played, you know, a little bit of overcooked too, um, just with the family. Uh, I am not an overcooked person. Um, that game stresses me out. Uh, it's good, but it stresses me out. I can't play it. Um, yeah, I totally understand that. I, it's one of those things where like, if it's going smoothly, it's great, and the moment it starts to fall apart, I'm I'm just done with it. Yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to think of the. I mean, we played some Gang Beasts yesterday, and that's really it for me from a video game standpoint i really haven't uh haven't had as much of an opportunity to play games this week as i probably would have liked yeah i hear that so that's uh, it. all right i'll wrap this up uh i'll go through the id stuff in a minute but i did play the the doom eternal dlc the ancient gods part one is that soundtrack kicking ass? Like I, I mean, the, everything about this game is kicking ass, including the game kicking my ass. Holy shit! Yeah, I figured it was going to be harder than the main. It makes main the game. main game look like a fucking tour of Disneyland. Oh god! Damn, Holy! That's why I didn't buy it because I was like, I I just can't see myself enjoying this just purely based off of difficulty. And I know whenever I second video games, I just I found that game like chaotically difficult it, it is it, it's yeah. just like what ryan was talking about with overcook like there are so many things for you to manage in doom eternal like between getting the armor with the flamethrower or you know killing dudes with the the glory kills to get health and chainsawing them for ammo and like doing all of that while also jumping and dashing and, and platforming and landing your headshots or your weak spot shots and Dude, you just like as soon as you get overwhelmed, and then then you just get fucking wrecked. 
Like this game is so this DLC is so hard. It's so hard. So it's probably gonna take me some time to get back because I hadn't played Doom Eternal since I finished it. Uh which I know twenty twenty feels longer than it is, but it did come out this year. It um, came out in March, right? Yeah, so that's seven months ago and I hadn't played it probably since April. It was, it was almost I think that was like right as everything was shutting down for COVID basically over here. Yeah, and like not playing it that long, jumping right back into probably the hardest DLC level. I mean, it's it's awesome, but man, is it kicking my ass. Uh, I bought a couple games that were like a dollar on the Xbox because they looked neat, um, but I want to talk about one of them because I, I was really shocked at how cool it is. It's called Splasher. And I'd never heard of this game. I'd never seen this game. If you took the idea of Splatoon and mixed it with a little bit of Portal, this game is a 2D version of that. And I think it's really kind of fucking rad. You basically get these different colored paints that you can splatter on walls, and the puzzles are based on the paint being on the wall. Some of it makes you stick to it. Some of it makes you bounce, which is where the portal stuff comes in. Um, and you're literally running through like this really intricate, really well-controlling 2D platformer where there's a lot of mostly like jump and platform and dodging through saw blade kind of gameplay and mixing it with, you know, the paint being there and then like water washing the paint away. Um, and then in each level, there's like a certain amount of dudes that you got to collect. Um, and it's just really good, especially for the fact that I paid like a dollar fifty for it. Yeah, I'm paying like four dollars Canadian for it right now. Yeah, that game. I don't know how that game came out, and I never even heard of it. Yeah, I've never. That game is cool. Um, did you see who made it? No, I have no idea who made it. It's uh, give me a second. I'm just pulling it up again because when I have the screen in front of me, it kind of ruins the ability to read. Um, uh, Romain Claude, uh, Claude, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it in French, but uh, game designer and level designer at for Rayman Origins and Rayman Legends. So the platform is good; it makes sense. There you go. That that makes perfect sense because it feels like those uh, Rayman Legends games where you're like r- running really fast through the platforming, and you get kind of like a flow to it. Yeah, those games are so good. The yeah. Rayman games. You should check this game out then. It's it's giving me those vibes and it's really good. And it's like a dollar right now on Xbox or something. It's some oh, stupid, ridiculously low. One price. more time, what's it called? Splasher. Splasher. Okay. Yeah. Like I saw the, I watched the video because I always look at what's on sale for the week. I watched the video. I was like, wow, this looks like a 2D Splatoon. That looks kind of neat. I'm going to check it out because it's like a dollar. And then I played it. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is really cool. So. Uh, the only other big game, well, I, I use the word big game in finger quotes. Uh, I played that Transformers Battlegrounds game that finally came to consoles this week. It was originally a mobile game. Mm. It's not very good. It is a... It, it'll, it's one of those games that'll hook you if you watch it, because if you're a Transformers fan, it uses all of the Generation 1 style art. So Optimus Prime looks like he did in the cartoon. You know, it's got Megatron, it's got 
Grimlock. And then you boot it up and you realize that it is a turn-based tactical strategy game that is really doesn't involve much strategy. Like it's not difficult or overly complicated, which makes sense because it's a mobile game and it's also aimed at you know younger players. Um, but everything that you saw to draw you in immediately dies when you hear the transformer sound and it's terrible. Uh, or you hear the voice acting and it's fucking atrocious. Um, you play it and it's just not really that much fun. So yeah, that game, game is not good. But now I'll run you down the indie games that I got to play this week. Uh, Clea is a 2D horror game where you are basically running left to right, going inside doors, hiding from a monster, sneaking past it. Basically a non-interactive, like non-combative horror game. Amnesia style, Soma style, but in 2D with like Japanese style artwork. Uh, Galicide had a lot of promise when I booted it up. It's a horizontal shooter, but then they throw in this mechanic of having to basically, basically like a puzzle game, like a, like a columns or a bubble bobble where you have to match these blocks to these bumpers to remove the blocks so you can move forward. And you have to do that while you're also horizontally shooting enemies. And it, uh, that combination didn't really work. So started off promising, it looked really good, then just kind of fizzled out with that mechanic. Uh, Double Pug Switch is a runner game where you're moving left to right and switching between uh, universes where the platforms will appear. You get the idea. You're moving, you switch, you jump, you switch, you jump, that kind of stuff. It's fine. Um, Axis Football 2020. So there are two other football games besides Madden. Maximum Football, I talked about a few weeks ago. That game was bad. Axis Football was good enough that I actually finished the whole game. It's not, <laughs> a, it's not a great football game. It's, it's a ringing endorsement, Ken. Yeah. It, so here's the thing. I'm trying to figure this out. If you go back and you play ESPN 2K5, like you always go back and talk about the 2K football games, the announcer in that game became iconic for that game because he was like this slapstick kind of sarcastic dude. I think that's the dude doing commentary for Axis Football. It sounds just like that guy. But that's a good thing, right? It is, except that he doesn't do as good a job, obviously, because they don't have the same budget that 2K had sure. to mix it better. Um, but I did finish the game. It's real generic. If it was like $10, I may be like, well, if you don't want to play Madden, this is okay. But it's 30 bucks, and it's a little hard to say, okay, it's good. It's better than maximum football, in my opinion, but I still don't think it's... It's, it's obviously it's not real teams. It's fake teams. But... Eh, that's like the best I can say. Eh. I played a game called BH Trials, and it's... You, you play as a... What a... I don't... I'm terrible with like heavy machinery equipment. So basically it's like a bulldozer with like the, the crane arm on the back. Backhoe. Maybe that's, I, that's sure. a backhoe. <laughs> I got my back. It sounds like a rap song. I got my back hoes up in here. This room has never been whiter. Hey, <laughs> hey Anthony, just wait. Just oh, wait. Yeah. 
Maybe that's why it's called BH Trials. Ha <laughs> ha, ding, ding, ding. But you don't actually drive it around. You just have to move, like, you have to move the backhoe arm and the front bulldozer part with, like, a combination of the analog sticks and the triggers, and you have to use it to complete tasks. I'm sure somebody out there wants to play that. It's just not me. Uh, the next game is Rusty Spout Rescue Adventures. Um, if you looked at like the box art for it and read the name, you'd be like, huh, this looks like one of those whimsical platformers. Nah, y'all, this is a Bubble Bobble clone. It's fine. Uh, Macrotus, A Mother's Journey is a 2D side-scrolling game from East Asia Soft. Uh, reminds me of like an Oddworld or... What's another one? Like a real... Um, are you talking like another world slash out of this world or um, flashback type of stuff? No. Because um, they're all cinematic it's a puzzle, platformers. It's a puzzle, puzzle platform. Lemmings, maybe? No, it's a puzzle platformer. So it's like a 2D, you jump, do jump puzzles, block puzzles. Limbo? Yeah, kind of. Um, but it has an art style to it that like a lot of games have where it's this what? real... What game is this? Macrotis, M-A-C-R-O-T-I-S, A Mother's Journey. It has like this art style that I've seen a lot of in indie games where you play as like a mouse and you're running oh, through yeah, an underground yeah, yeah. cave. And like as soon as you saw the artwork, you knew what I was talking about, right? It has like this real like secret of Nim kind of yeah. art like drawing. Yeah. Big it's snails good. and stuff, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. It's got some frame rate problems, but I was interested enough to play through like an hour. The art style kind of a little bit reminds me of Moss. Yes, yes. What was that that really weird game on Xbox Live Arcade when it first started? It started with a W. Anybody remember? What was his name? He's like a little mascot dude. Widget? Was it Widget? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. Like, the infancy of Xbox Live Arcade on Xbox 360, there was, like, a W game. I think his name was, like, Widget and the Souls or something. God, why does my brain go to the weirdest shit thinking about games? <laughs> There's Max. No, Max and the Curse of... Not, th- not Xbox Wick. One, Xbox 360. It's called Wick. Yeah, well, okay, hold on. It's called Wick and the Fable of Souls. That's the one, yes. Wick and the Fable of Souls. Reminded me of that. The Rattalaka game. You ready for it? Uh, no, no. In fact, just don't. <laughs> so okay. you're, you're not going to guess this one, Anthony. No, I, hold on. I'm never guessing any of them. All right. Remember Intelligent Cube? Oh, yeah. So this game is called Cross Crush. And oh, I know this game, actually. <laughs> you play as an old couple on a highway... And you're supposed to put a block down to destroy cars coming down the highway before they reach the crosswalk. I've, I've seen this one, yeah. Yeah. And you can actually do the block thing like Intelligent Cube, or you can actually just beat the shit out of the car with your cane. That's a weird fucking game, dude. It's a weird fucking game. Sounds like it. All right, you ready, you ready for me to eat crow? I played a clicker game for two hours on Friday night. Oh, for fuck's sake. Wow. What one? It's called Lord of the Click. And it's no on the Xbox. Clicker, but no It's kick. on the Xbox One. And I was afraid I was going to break my Elite 2 controller because 
So the game tracks how many times you've tapped the button. Before I was finished, I had gotten the achievement for tapping the button 7,777 times. And the faster you click it, the faster your units come out of your castle. That's how quick sounds a lot like make sounds a lot like make more, yeah. So the thing that throws the loop into this game that would not be on like a phone version of it is eventually you start to get like extra things in your castle, and then you have to tap other buttons. So the right bumper is the one that creates units, and eventually I had to start tapping the left bumper to create food to make them stronger. Then I had to start tapping the left trigger to shoot flying enemies. And eventually I had to start tapping the right trigger to do something else. All while I also had to hit the B button to pick up coins. So is there eventually a way to where the buttons get clicked on their own? I do not know. Like when you collect coins, you can upgrade different pieces. And one of the pieces I've been upgrading that takes a long time to upgrade is how many times you have to tap the button to get one unit. So it starts at 20 and I've got it down to 15. So with those incremental games, because I've played a decent amount of them, uh, the whole thing is is eventually you come to an upgrade that says, oh, you just generate a soldier, in this case, every five seconds. Gotcha. I don't know if then it gets you to that. Upgrade that to where it's like That's generating it. soldiers every 0.5 seconds. Yeah, because this doesn't actually sound like a clicker game in that sense. That You have to constantly be engaged. Like the clicker game is supposed to you just let it idle. I mean, that's why they're called idle games generally. Yeah, so it depends on the game. Sometimes you have to click. Some Most of the time it's it'll go on its own, but it moves faster if you click. If you're clicking, yeah. Now, to be fair, while I did spend two hours playing this, I will probably never play it again. That's also <laughs> fair. Yeah. I mean, I it was entertaining. Game. Yeah, it was entertaining for the two hours that I played it, and then I was just kind of done. I mean, I uninstalled Cookie Clicker from my phone finally, so. Uh, Hyper Brawl Tournament is the next game. That is a futuristic, like, soccer kind of game with robots. It's fine. Outpost Delta, that is a 2D side-scrolling game with, like, the really awkward aiming mechanics where you got to use the right stick to aim at shit. I don't like those. I like to just be able to point and shoot, but, you know. Uh, Assault on Metaltron. I couldn't figure out how to play this game. Uh, it's a tower defense game, but, when I like, you control a character to run around and do the different stuff, but I ran around to every spot where there was stuff to do and pressed every button, and all the dude did was flail his arms in the air and go like, oh! So I don't, I don't know how to play the game. There was no tutorial. Uh, Groot is a horizontal shooter. Uh, it's, I like the art style of it. I thought it was kind of neat. Nothing to write home about. You fly left to right, shoot shit. It's kind of interesting. Uh, I did play Scourgebringer. I don't know if any of y'all played that. It's on Game Pass. It's a new Devolver digital game. Um, that game controls fantastically. Like The combat in that game feels really good. Uh, but I have heard it's like a roguelike. Yeah, I want to actually, I, I didn't realize it was coming to Game Pass. Yeah, I'll have to get that. Yep, a lot of stuff came to Game Pass, like Goner 2, Scourgebringer, Rainbow Six, like a bunch of stuff came to Game Pass this week. Um, um, yeah, I'd recommend checking out Scourgebringer. It's it's really good. I have it on my wish list on Steam of all things, so yeah, I'll just play it for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you just play it on Game Pass. Uh, the last game I played was the game I expected to not like. It's, in fact, it's the last game that I booted up out of the indie games for the week because it's another 
turn-based strategy game, and I get tired of those. Um, but it actually is like the closest thing since. Uh, do you remember the last game that was kind of like Advance Wars? What was it called? That indie game War that Groove. came out. Yeah, War Groove. This game is like that too, where it feels like Advance Wars, except it's Japanese and done during like the French Revolution. So imagine a French Revolution anime, but with Advance Wars gameplay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and there's like dialogue conversations you can have. There's a hub where you can do like relationships with people to like get better. Like before every battle, you also get to pick a card that will give you boosts like um, uh, one extra attack block. Like you have further distance you can attack or um, when you do an attack, you regain HP or things like that. You get to pick one of two cards before each battle. Uh, There's a lot of dialogue. Um, A lot of suggestive anime French artwork. (laughs) Which is funny because that's all I have to say and you immediately know what I'm saying. Lots um, of baguettes. Very large baguettes. <laughs> like, comedically large baguettes. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the, 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 their clothes are just kind of hanging off of them. And you're like, what? And then you've got the dude with, like, the fucking powder wig standing <laughs> next to her. Like, speaking in Japanese with a French accent. <laughs> So I'm assuming weird. it's Japanese with just ha ha attached to the end. Uh dude, you got it's a good game. Like I had a lot of fun playing it. Like but I'm not gonna just look to the side about the giant baguettes. They really kind of freaked me out. But it's a good game. Banner of the Maid. Recommend it. Enjoyed it. Uh the last thing I played I can't talk about yet. I'm playing the Angry Video Game Nerd collection on the Switch, which I think is out on Friday. Yeah, out on Friday. It's kind of weird to know that like his original name was the Angry Nintendo Nerd, and now yeah. he's on Nintendo console. Well, well I think he might have been on Wii U, but well, it's coming to everything. Uh, but obviously, like most indie developers, they focused on PC and Switch first. So those are out on Friday, and then like if you go to their Twitter account, because I follow them on Twitter, like the people keep asking, you know, when's the PS4, when's the Xbox version, and they're like, we'll announce it soon, it's coming. So anyway, speaking of what's coming out this week, let's talk about it. We've got Carto. I don't know what that is. Uh, Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid saga continues. So do you want do you want to put bets down on? Well, let's see. The last two game mail games have been one hit, one miss. I'm going to say this one's going to be trash. Think it's going to be trash? Okay. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine it being good. I hope it's good. I expect it to be not good. Oh, Cardo. I Okay, so I looked up Cardo because I'm like, why does that sound familiar? So what's interesting about it is, like, if you look at it, it just kind of looks like, I'm going to say Zelda because it's, top-down sort of adventure game. But the gimmick is that you move pieces of the map, if I'm correct. Uh, like, you actually, like, oh, this part is going to this end. I, I think that's the game I, like, I, I've watched trailers on this, and the menu screen looks identical. Well, I, I guess we'll see if it, 
it ends up being good. Uh, Dung Greed, Ghost Runner, uh, Human Fall Flat Anniversary Edition. Ghost Runner, if everybody remembers, is that first person like ninja game that's like one, one hit. hit kill. Yeah, yeah. It looks neat. Uh, they also announced this week that that game is getting a yeah. free upgrade for next gen. Yeah, I think that game looks really cool. I'm interested in playing it for sure. There's a demo on PC. What's that? There's a demo on PC if you want to check it out. Yeah, I'm not sure my PC will run it. Uh, It is a demanding game. Uh, My Universe Fashion Boutique, or as I like to call it, Botique. Did I say Ikaruga? Ikaruga's out this week for PS4. Uh, the Blue Coats North versus South, Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel Four, which we have a review up by the way. Uh, Auto Chess, Pacer, which is a Wipeout clone, Watchdogs Legion. Yeah, yeah, that's out this yeah. week. Yeah, I know. I, w- I wouldn't know. Yeah, I know. We don't have a code for it, which is weird. Weird. Uh, Schwan Wan Sword Seven. Is that how you say it? It's Schwan Wan. Uh, what what what? X U A N Y U A N Sword Seven. I don't know. Uh, Legends of Eternal. I think. Is it Schwan Wan? Schwan. 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 I think. But is, I don't what's U A N U Y U A N? I think. Yuan, I think, is right. Chuan so, Wan? I think I think so. I, I'm, we're butchering. Yeah, we've sure. we just completely lost the plot on this. We're going to move on. Uh, None of us of speak the, Chinese, unfortunately. No. Legends of Eternal, Mad Rat Dead. The whole reason I wanted to review NHL 21, NHL 94 Rewind is out this week. The Dark Pictures Little Hope. Umihara Kawase Bazooka. And Umihara Kawase Fresh, whatever those are, uh, Visage. Apparently that, um, apparently that game that we can't pronounce the, the title of. Yes, it's based off of a uh, Taiwanese role-playing video game. Like it's a bunch. It's actually a series of them. Like it's huh. yeah, that's cool. There's uh, wow seven. And then there's a yeah. bunch of seven main titles, and then there's a bunch of. Uh, Gaiden spinoffs as well. So basically, this is like the welfare version of Dynasty Warriors? Wow. Wow. What? I'm asking but a question. But also, yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not to ruin the news, uh, but coming to Game Pass this week, Day of the Tentacle, Full Throttle, and Grim Fandango Remastered. So you can play all three of those games on Game Pass this week. Uh, Axes, all in capital letters because it's important. Sweet Witches. Sweet Witches. I get the feeling that's an anime game. Uh, it, it might be. I don't know. Anyway, Nintendo Switch. A lot of the same stuff, but also Strife, Veteran Edition, Gnome, More War. Instant Chef Party. Everybody likes an Instant Chef Party. Uh, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, New and Tasty. 
uh, Gibbous, a Cthulhu adventure. Here's one I didn't know was coming out this week as well. Oceanhorn 2, Night of the Lost Realm. That That's a surprise. I haven't heard anything about that. In- but it's only coming to Switch this week. Is the right. is the is the strife game that's coming out for Switch like the first person shooter from the yes. mid nineties? Yes, yes, it is. Really? Yep. I used to really like that game. It still holds up pretty well. Does it? Well, it's Night Dive Studios that redid it, so it's like in a more modern engine and everything. Hmm. But I mean, if you like original Doom, it's it's that still, but with the RPG elements. Yeah, I really like the original Strife. I like that game a lot. Star ninety nine. I, I, oh, I looked up the pronunciation. It's Shen Yuan. Shen Yuan. Yeah. Would you would you ever get that from the way it's spelled? No. 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 But I don't also, speak Chinese, so I looked that. it up because now I'm like curious because it's a series. It's nothing like Dynasty Warriors. It's an action RPG. It looks pretty fucking cool. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Uh, all right, we're getting into the really funny Switch names. This almost replaces PC now. Which is kind of funny. Uh, we've got hashtag Halloween Super Puzzles Dream. Interesting. This next one, okay, I want to play this game. It's called Barbarian, but it's B E A R. So Barbarian. Nice. <laughs> so you like a barbarian that's a bear? Is that what that means? I want to play that. Crimson Clover World Explosion. Day Yabatanian. All right, Drew. This one, I bet, is an anime game. Okay. Diamond Girl and Earnest Education and Love. I think it's actually Earnest, like Earnest Goes to Camp. <laughs> I'm hey, down Mark. for that game. <laughs> hey, Mark. <laughs> I I have to delete my history. You know what I mean. Know what I mean. I looked up. I looked up that game. I. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's on the Switch, Anthony. It's it's more anime than you expected to be. Um, Uh, Esports Life Tycoon. I mean, come on, come on, man. How much time in that game is spent grinding yourself when you're not making it? The fucking Nintendo Switch. All right, we're not done yet. We've also got Later Daters Part 2. Based on based on my experience at uh, eSports events, I can say there's probably a lot of time saved in that game not wearing deodorant. That's true. <laughs> wow. So, Later Daters Part 2. There's that. Uh, Red Rope, Don't Fall Behind Plus, Super Puzzle Pack, Puzzle Quest, <laughs> Wallachia, Reign of Dracula. Okay. Wallachia? Right. <laughs> Sorry, I had to sneeze. Wallachia, W-A-L-L-A-C-H-I-A, Reign of Dracula. There you go. Uh, yuppie psycho executive edition. <laughs> uh, Jay recommended that. What the fuck what is part? even happening right now? Is that one of those uh, blah, 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 what they call? No, them? it's a horror game that's like top down. It it it's. I own it. I've been meaning to play it. It got it in the humble bundle. Um, maybe, but Jay recommended. It. Maybe a better name. 
Yeah. Also, Wallachia looks like original Castlevania. Like huh. it looks really good. Can't say it plays well, but it's got four point four stars on. Like, let me just see. I'm opening up Steam. It's ten. I swear, away. there's a code for that game for the Switch sitting in my inbox. Um. Yeah, it's got very positive reviews on Steam, and wow, that is just straight up original Castlevania. Well, anybody with a Switch want code for something? That's God damn, that looks really good. Um, See, this is why you need a Switch, Anthony, because then you could just okay. get all these codes that um, show up in my fucking inbox. Good news for you, also, Barbarian. It's not just one bear; it's multiple bears that are barbarians. <sighs> Let's bear it up. But now I need to ask everybody the question of what the fuck Later Daters is. Later Daters Part 2. This is a sequel. Not for it's a sequel. It doesn't matter. What what do you think it is? Later Daters? Yes. Like a dating simulator. Yeah, Yeah, a Tome game. Nothing? Nothing more specific? I said a Tome. I don't know what that is. That's like a male version of the dating sim? No. Trying no, to date no, no, dudes? No, no, no. I think that's what a tome. This is maybe that I've never heard that term before, but I'm sure you're using it properly. Um, as in, it, you're don't, don't describing that. Later, later daters is a dating sim. You are correct there. With seniors. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. It's not like anime either. It's just all right. Just straight up old dudes and ladies. Yeah, dudes and ladies. Yep. Okay. Oh, we're not done yet. We still got more. Uh, Angry Video Game Nerd 1 and 2 Deluxe. Case 2 Animatronics Survival. I'm assuming that's like a Five Nights at Freddy's clone. Probably. Uh, Clea, which I talked about earlier, is the 2D horror game. Uh, Haunted Poppy's Nightmare. <laughs> Pic- Pixel Puzzle Makeout League. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Don't infect pixel puzzle games with that trash. Slither Loop. That sounds like a porn. Guaranteed. Uh, the Language of Love. Also sounds like a porn. Uh, and Pikmin 3 Deluxe, which also sounds like a porn. <laughs> Pikmin 3, by the way, if you haven't played it, excellent game. Definitely play it. Alright, so there's all your games, your spoopy games are coming out. Like, if you have a horror game or a Halloween-themed game, this is your last week to get it out. Which is why Later Daters is coming out now, because yeah. that seems like a nightmare. I mean, I kind of want to play it now. I just don't. Like, is there, like, a meter? I'm not going to make that joke. Oh, I'm there's holding, some meat in there, alright. About holding your... <laughs> holding some your very journey. aged meat. Oh. That was not the joke I was going to make, but I felt like I was going to make that one. (laughs) Ken slipping in a beef jerky joke in the middle of this whole thing. (laughs) God damn. If we had a YouTube channel of playthroughs, that one would be on my list for the week. All right. Uh, News. We already talked about the the Double Fine games coming to Xbox Game Pass this week. Uh, hey, if you play 2K21 NBA, there are ads that you can't skip. 
sixty dollars, everybody. Sixty dollars. They're gonna try and, and they're gonna raise the price. Oh, yeah, it's seventy dollars. What, what a bunch of fucks! I'm still choking over the turkey. <laughs> glad there is no jokes about depends. I was gonna make a hearing aid joke, but I'm I'm leaving it. Halo Master Chief Collection is getting a free upgrade for Xbox Series X and S. We'll run at 120 frames a second. For all 12 of you that have that TV. I was thinking more of maybe making multiplayer work. <laughs> it works. Master Chief Collection works finally? Yeah, it's worked for a while. That, yeah. joke, that joke, you're like two years late on that joke. I don't give a shit. You're implying I play online with people. It was surprising I... that I got a play to... You know, the only reason I stopped making the Drive Club joke is because they stopped making Drive Club. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, PUBG got an update uh, to 60 FPS on Xbox One X. Uh, If you still play PUBG, speaking of games, I didn't know anybody still playing. Ubisoft announced something really cool this week called Ubisoft Connect, which allows cross-progression and cross-play for newer uh, Ubisoft games. So no matter, makes me think maybe I'll actually get be able to play um, uh, Assassin's Creed on my PS4 when it comes, and then transfer my save to PS5. Yeah, yeah, Uh, but it's also cross-progression on consoles, though, right? So like, if you started a game. On the PS4, you could transfer it over to the Series X and vice versa, which is really cool. Yeah, it's a great um, idea. What else we got going on today? Uh, Xbox Phil, Xbox boss Phil Spencer hinted at the possibility of an xCloud TV streaming stick and a new Xbox Game Pass Platinum tier for all y'all Platinum motherfuckers. What would be in Platinum? You get another Xbox Live Diamond card? What do you get? Cool. That's what I like to hear. I have no idea what they could offer. What would you say that one more time? Xbox Game Pass Platinum. There's a rumor of a new tier. What would you get? Oh. Oh, I don't know. I mean, Game Pass already got PC... It's it's not Xbox. what they, it's not what you get. It's what they take away from everybody else. Oh, I guess that's true. So yeah. ultimate priority, priority priority downloads. They throttle everybody else's download speed. You know they already throttle on the PS4 and Xbox, right? They they max at 250, I think. Yeah, yeah. Which is a crock of horse shit because mm-hmm. I can go a lot faster than that. Yep. Motherfuckers. Jump on Steam, man. Dude, my Steam hits like. That shit's fast. Hell yeah, it is. (laughs) Uh, Apex Legends for the Switch has been delayed to 2021. Speaking of games I didn't know people played still. Apex, I I think, is still pretty big. I don't know. I don't don't know because I don't hear a lot from Apex or... uh... I heard some news recently, so I guess it's still but like at PUBG is the same thing. I'm I'm not saying like they're bad games, it's just one of those things I just didn't know I figured there, Fortnite kinda of There are so many games Steamworld that's competition. Like there are so many games that are quietly huge. Like none of y'all would know Overwatch was big if we like me and Drew didn't talk about it. Like you don't hear about that game. No. 
Just Very a bunch rarely. of people. A bunch, like, I never... You know, we joke about when you play an online game, like, can I find a match in two weeks, you know? Like, Overwatch is four fucking years old, and I can still hop online and be in a match in 20 seconds. Yes. There are still tons of people playing Overwatch every single yeah. day. I'm assuming that's the same for PUBG. Like, Rainbow Six, I didn't know was huge until, like, the devs come out and they're like, yeah, we're going to support this game for 10 years. Like, holy shit, people still playing the shit out of this game. No, oh, yeah, I, people like Rainbow Six. I st- still see tons of videos of people playing Rainbow I Six. I question how um, how many people are still playing uh, For Honor because I still support that. So a lot, apparently. There's. I'm gonna tell you this right now: if a game is still being supported with updates, there's some motherfuckers playing it because they ain't gonna bother. I mean, For Honor's still getting season passes. Yeah, yeah. So people still playing that shit. So. Um, speaking of multiplayer and bullshit, <laughs> PS4 and PS5 will get exclusive Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Zombies mode. It's not surprising. For, exclusive for one year. That happened with either was it Black Ops Four and Modern Warfare, or just Black I mean, Ops there 4? may be there. It, they've been PlayStation exclusive shit for a while. Here's the funny thing about Call of Duty exclusive shit is in 2021 when this comes to Xbox, nobody cares. So why even release it? I don't know. I don't know. Just saying. I don't know. I hate I hate exclusive content more than I hate exclusive it's, games. It's, so the well, zombies mode is exclusive to PlayStation? So it says Black Ops Cold War Zombies mode exclusive to PS4 and PS5. Wow. It, you know, with, to me, it's just weird, and I get that zombie, like a m- larger multiplayer thing. I think it's what four people max. Um, it's just like in a world of cross play being a thing now. Like, why would you do that to yourself? But I, I mean, probably um, contract signed before that was a thing. However, many I think because games. last year's Call of Duty has cross play. No, I mean like with the um, exclusive features. I, I'm I mean, sure maybe. that's a, a contract for multiple games, not just one. The thing that pisses me off about exclusive content more than exclusive games is um, Xbox and PlayStation owners and PC owners, for that matter, are paying the same fucking price for this game. Just like... Xbox, PC, and PlayStation owners played the same fucking price for Marvel's Avengers. But only one of those is getting Spider-Man. Only one Call of Duty is getting zombie mode. Like, if you just make the game straight-up exclusive, yeah, it sucks, but it's not like Xbox users can pay $60 for Final Fantasy VII Remake. You know what I mean? Hey, let me ask you, is Spider-Man already in Avengers? No, no. Gotcha. I was like, you know, they they really talked up this whole Spider-Man thing, and I have yet to see a screenshot or gameplay of Spider-Man, and I was thinking it was in there at the launch. No, he's not. He wasn't coming till next year, but with the recent announcement that they're delaying all of their updates to like next year, he probably won't be in the game till next fall. <laughs> Are we including Hawkeye, or is Hawkeye still coming? It's not Hawkeye. It's Kate Bishop was the first DLC character. Well, she isn't. She's been delayed till next year, I think. Right. I mean, she's still the the bow and arrow person. Yeah, she's his daughter, right? Yeah. 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know Hawkeye, but all I know is is that like I mean that was supposed to happen this month. She she is Hawkeye. She's just the Kate Bishop version rather than whatever fucking that. Hawkeye oh, so it's like the like the other like the Wally West versus Barry Allen flashes. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, she took over as Hawkeye, I think. Okay, I don't know the Marvel stuff, but yeah, like all of their DLC and their next gen versions have been pushed to next year. So Spider Man was supposed to be like first quarter of 2021. I'm assuming that's getting pushed back because wow. Okay. I mean, it's not like anybody's going to be playing that game next month anyway. I, I don't think anybody's playing it now. Uh, a couple people are. A couple people are still trying to make that a thing. Yeah, I kind of uh, dropped off. PS5 third-party faceplates are available to pre-order. So apparently you can replace them. So. Okay. Remember how that never really became a full thing for the Xbox 360? Like, they... It was kind of suggested, and I know people did it, just like it was never... I have a box of them in my closet that exactly. I need to throw away. Truthfully, I need to throw them away. Consoles be showing up out in the wild, Xbox Series X and S's. I don't know if you guys saw that picture I tweeted on Twitter. Um, sitting in the fucking cases, man. But not for sale? No, you can't buy them. Speaking of which... um. I got a notification that I was getting a package from Stamps.com, which is the service that Best Buy uses to ship stuff. Uh-huh. And the only thing I have ordered from Best Buy is an Xbox Series X. When's it supposed to be here? It's It just says label created. Oh, okay. And I'm like, ah, is that it? Is it happening? Because please God, let it happen. I know the cool kids got their PS5s on Friday, but... I'm still worried I won't get mine, even though I paid $400 for it on November 12th. Because my Amazon order still says, you ordered this on September 16th, we'll let you know. Like, it doesn't even have a delivery estimate. Yeah, uh, I, don't have a, I don't have a delivery estimate on my PlayStation 5 from Amazon. Yeah. yeah. I got and a delivery funny. estimate on my Xbox. It's the 11th through the 16th. Who'd you order from? Target. Mm. My uh, Best Buy pre-order on their website says we'll ship it by November 10th. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers better ship it before then. (laughs) (laughs) Especially knowing Uh, that they're out there. Exactly. And what's even funnier is I ordered a DualSense and an extra uh, new Xbox controller on Amazon, and they both just say delivery date pending. Uh, but I heard rumors that Sony's going to start shipping PS5 uh, accessories this week, right? I think that was the story that they, they moved up the date to October 30th is when they're going to start shipping accessories. Will the PS4 uh, controller work on PS5? Only for PS4 games. Gotcha. Uh, the DualSense also does not work on the PS4, but do you know what it does work with? No. Xbox Game Pass. Oh. <laughs> that was such a funny thing for me to read this week. Like if you plug got... it up to the computer kind of thing? Or if you connected Bluetooth on your phone. All right. Yeah. But they said that all Xbox controllers work with Series X? Everything. Everything just works. Even my 360 controller? Uh, 360 controllers. Did they work on Xbox One? I don't know. Only for Xbox 360 games, I'm pretty sure. But that wasn't even a thing at the beginning, Anthony. 
Yeah, I don't know. Hold on. Xbox 360 games were not playable on the Xbox One. Right. I understand that. Because I've got like two Xbox One controllers sitting here. One of which is custom made. Yeah, the 360 controllers I thought were different from the Xbox One controllers, so they didn't work. But the Xbox One controllers definitely work, as do your instruments, your fight sticks, your headsets, like everything. I'm good then. Except for somebody here. So not only not only does it not take input from the 360 controller, um, somebody even tried to use the Rock Band 4 adapter because it's all the same, right? Like it's just a 360 controller internally. And uh, that doesn't work either. So no, it will not take an Xbox 360 controller on the Xbox One. Interesting. I thought it worked with uh, backwards compatible stuff, but I was yeah. Wondering. I don't think they ever went back and did that work. So, which is probably why they didn't change the Xbox Series X controller that much, is because they were just like, well, we're just gonna let everything work. And let's be fair, I appreciate that because controllers are fucking expensive. Yes. Yes, they are. Uh, speaking of Xbox on the phone, uh, the Xbox app was updated this week, and now it fucking sucks. Yep. Yes, it does. Yeah, I'm just gonna great. straight up say it. I'm gonna, you know, it's cool that you can stream your games to your phone now, but I don't fucking care. I have uh, complaints you do that about on the, the Game Pass app, though. On the Android, Drew. Oh. On iOS, you could, you can't do that. You still can't do that. You can stream from your console to your phone now, but Game Pass. Um, xCloud is not available on iOS. Because of Apple's crap? Because of Apple's bullshit, because of, yes. Yeah, because of reasons. Yep. Apple um, has cut. But literally everything I use that app for is gone, so I don't even boot it up anymore. Yeah. It was it really nice. Have, it doesn't even have fucking achievements in it. No, you can't even look at your achievements anymore. That is so stupid. Did they, have they announced anything? Like, have they said, "Oh, we're listening to feedback" and anything no, like that? No. The closest I got was I tweeted at the guy who created the app, and the head Xbox engineer retweeted what I said, which is, "Why did you remove the store?" You know, I use that every night to check what the new releases are on my phone, and now I can't do that. Like, I don't even see... I was like, you don't even have to give me the option to buy it on the phone. Just let me fucking see it. And the whole point that you can do everything from everywhere with Xbox. That was kind of like, this app feels like a mass... Like, if I could go back to the old app, I would totally go back to the old app. I mean, the old app, I mean, I was able to purchase and install Resident Evil 3 whenever it came out earlier this year Mm -hmm. and have it ready whenever I got home. There is one new feature in the app that is kind of like that. Um, you can download any game to your Xbox, even if you don't own it. How crazy Reload is that? that shit before you purchase? I did it this weekend. I tested it. I loaded. I went into the app and I searched for Dirt Five, and. I, when you get to the game, it says install to your Xbox, and I hit it, and boom, when I booted up my Xbox, Dirt 5 is installed. Now, if I try to boot it, it's like, hey, you don't own this. But I did get the download while, well, you know, like while I was sleeping. So that's cool. So, Drew, if there's any game you plan on buying, you can just go preload it, and then you just log into your Xbox and purchase it, and it's already downloaded. But... You can't buy stuff on the app anymore, which... That's so dumb. 
Well, they mutation. did that because Apple was taking a 30% cut of every sale from the app. So I get why they did it. I just hate it. So. <laughs> Speaking of Xbox. Y'all see what Snoop Dogg got for his birthday? Yeah. Jesus Christ. So apparently there are three of these things. An Xbox yep. Series X fridge. Snoop Dogg got one. You know you know what it was filled with? Come on. I do not. Gin and juice. Gin and juice? Thank you. Yes. I was going to say weed, but I was like, why are you refrigerate the weed? <laughs> it was filled with gin and juice and a birthday cake. Nice. Uh, the other one went to YouTuber iJustine. Who? Uh, she was, she's who? someone that was very popular at one point for other things, and I think she got into gaming not too long ago. So okay, I, I, she's done, I, she's done, I think she's done a couple uh, ad campaigns with Xbox too. I, I feel I, I Drew's old that. man energy there when he's like, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> she's actually an older YouTuber too. Not super like she isn't one of the bigger YouTubers anymore. That's all younger people that I don't fucking know. Oh, so she's been around a while. Yeah, oh yeah. I have never heard of this person. (laughs) Uh, I guess the third one's going to be given away. It's like a promotion. But it's an actual fucking fridge, like a working refrigerator. Is it a Microsoft fridge? I mean, yeah, it's an Xbox. I'm Um, sure it's Microsoft branded. Is it Frigidaire? (sighs) I don't. She, she, just to let you know, when she started on YouTube in 2006. Fucking ancient. Okay, yeah. so yeah, that's when I got into podcasting. Yeah. So. How old is this person? Never heard of her. Yeah. Uh, 30s. Oh, really? Okay. All right, never mind. That's old. 30, 36. She's older than me then. A bunch of games have been getting patched. You may have noticed if you have an Xbox um, or a PlayStation. God of War 3, uh, Last of Us 2, Killer Instinct. Control. Control. Control's patch was 40 gigs because fuck. 505 just wants everybody to say fuck you when it comes to Yeah. Wait, God of War 3? Uh The remaster. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So a lot of games are getting... Updated. I still need to boot up uh, Ghost of Tsushima post patch. I have not, uh, not even booted it up yet. I can't. I don't have a PlayStation. Oh yeah, well, that was your fault. No, that was my being smart and getting rid of it before it's not worth anything. <laughs> oh yeah, I was about to say my my Series X is when I get rid of it is or not Series X but Xbox One X is going to be worth fifty bucks tops. Yeah, GameStop going to drop the prices, the trade-in values of those consoles. The only reason I'm keeping the Xbox is because that's where I play primarily. Otherwise, I'd have got rid of that. That's, because that's it's still worth too. like $170 right now. But if I do that, all I've got to play is Switch. And, well, nobody wants that. Yeah. Uh, before people get pissed to listen to the show, I don't just want to switch. If Switch was the only console I had to play on, I would be upset. <sighs> um, I think might be it. 
Okay, so they changed the store. PlayStation store? I still don't have it. So... Th- I went to the re- website on Friday, and I still have the old one. Okay, so I have the new one. Check it again, right? This is this is awful. This is an awful design. Is it uh, PS3 people are... awful? No, it's a new type of awful. Oh, oh I, I finally got it. Uh, but you can't buy PS3 games on it anymore, so there is Yeah, that too. But like, what? it didn't even load. Like, I hit the page, and it's just a white screen. There's nothing there. Yeah. So I now went have, wrong. You have to scroll <laughs> down so far to like. So the old way it would have like everything on the left hand side, right? And then it would have your sort of scrolling through like the big deals and everything. And then oh, your games would always be on the right hand side, so you had access to previous menus. Uh, I have latest collections, deals, and subscriptions. And if I scroll down to the bottom, then it's like PS4 games, all deals, ads, add-ons, free-to-play, VR, PS Plus, PS Now. Oh, this like, is wh- bad. Yeah, it's it's. This is the like. Why is every icon super fucking big? What happens when I click on a game? I'm gonna click on Galaside. Holy shit! It's still loading. Uh, Still loading. Just to spin. Oh, there it goes. A lot of white. A lot of just oh. negative space. Oh my god! Look at the, there's not even a screenshot of the game when you go into the nope. game. It's just like big fucking chunks of text. Yep. Oh, this is bad. It's it's one of the worst. So Watch Dogs Legion Standard Edition. Where's um, the screenshots for this game? I want to see screenshots for Galside. Where are they at? So I'm looking at it, and yeah, there's no screenshots. Uh, it just says uh, PS Plus required for online play. In-game purchases optional. Supports up to eight players online. Uh, one player in in-game purchase users interact for parts Whoa, of Whoa, when the... I clicked on the Watch Dogs Legion, I got six options. Yeah, yeah, because it shows you all the versions first instead of just bringing you to a main page for Watch Dogs Legion. And it's and also then, a version for each console. Oh, I don't I'm, like that. I like then, Xbox where but, it's just like, but, here's the game and then here's the version and it just works. But say you don't know anything about the game. There's no screenshots and then you have to scroll to the bottom of the page to get a lackluster build of resistance from virtually anyone you see as, as you hack, infiltrate, and fight. Like, why is that at the bottom of the page? Oh, here's what. So when I click into Watch Dogs Legion, there's no screenshots, there's no video of the game. It's just a gigantic box art, and then if you scroll down, it is the six different editions of the game, but still mm-hmm. no screenshot. Oh, this is bad. This is this is one of the worst. And what's weird is it's still the old design in the app on my phone. Ooh, I don't like this store. Like, ugh. The Xbox store I find a little weird because every time I click on something, it immediately plays the trailer for it. Yeah. You could turn that off. I know. Welcome I to don't. terrible UI design from both companies. I like the new Xbox store. It's still not great. No, I like it's not it. great, but it's like it's fast. At it's, least. Fun- it's functional. <laughs> so. You know what I hate? You know what I hate from the new Xbox store? There used to be a section for back compat games, and it's not there anymore. So like if I want a back compat game, I have to manually search for it. I can't just see what's available. I don't right. like that at all. Fuck you guys. How can you not do a store properly? Put a game up. Put a fucking screenshot up. The video. Like, is this done to, like, frustrate users? Like, I don't. I, I just don't fully comprehend, especially with that Sony one. Why is everything so big? 
Like, why can't for four like, K screens? But it's even if that's the case, like, could you not fit in all the negative space around the big image? Like, could you not fit in some more information for me? Mm. No, that's right. Both analog sticks better be cranked downwards so you can move down the page faster. I mean, why am I scrolling down the page, though, Anthony? There's no screenshots. Well, I don't know what the game's about. I need to read the text description. Hold on a minute. When I went to the PlayStation Store, was there even a button to buy? Uh, there should have been. Let me let me check on this again. I'm back in here, so... I'm in the Watch Dogs page. God, this thing takes forever to load. Riveting radio here. Yeah. Up, Listen, it's not. It's <laughs> a riveting. It's a riveting uh, page for. I can't buy it. <laughs> There's no place for me to click to buy. Pre-order. I thought this I was a, a store. I have, I have a pre-order I don't have one. I don't have anything. Loading slower than mine, so maybe there's something wrong on your end, but it's still shit. Don't get me wrong. Still says it's done, done, done. All right, anyway, we're moving on. Yeah, I have to say, I have to agree with everyone. This is shit radio. Yeah. God, how people fuck this up so bad. Um, I don't think there's any other news. Unless you want to talk about the Tom Holland picture he posted of him himself as Nathan Drake. The closest we've got to, um, Uncharted movie in what six years? No, yeah. When did the last video game come out? That's close enough to an Uncharted movie, right, Drew? I don't know. I'm not going to say anything anymore. (laughs) Everybody (laughs) knows my stance. Let's do an email from Antonio. Hello, amigos. I snagged a pre-order for the Pulse 3D headset because I have a chronic problem when it comes to buying headphones. I hope those. Sony brand headphones are better than the last ones. Those last ones were bad. Uh, I've spent more time on Reddit in the last week than any other time in its existence, specifically the PS5 subreddit. Lots of paranoia and anxiety in that thread regards to pre-orders. I don't think I've ever been this eager for a major corporation to take my money. (laughs) It's like everybody, right? But then again, most of us, this is the first console launch where Almost everybody is buying online. Kind of have to. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like in the past, a lot of us would have just went to GameStop or Best Buy and done it in store. Yeah. Can't do that this time. So Amazon and Best Buy and Walmart and these places are going to be, I mean, there's going to be so many trucks on the road between November 10th and November 15th. On November 10th? I get the feeling you're going to have a lot of porch pirates. It's possible. Yeah. Make sure you follow that, track that delivery. If criminals were smart, that would be what they do because they know that they have instantly... This is what Drew sounds like right now. If you listen to this podcast and you're a piece of shit, make sure you're out there scouting out, waiting for the trucks to deliver it off, then just take it off the porch. (laughs) Here's the deal. I have worked in the line of security for the past 13 years. I am hardwired to think like a criminal does. That doesn't make me a criminal because I don't do that. He'll be be on your porch. I could be a very good criminal. But, (laughs) um, But that's how I have to think. So you have to take those precautions. 
That's why I have cameras at my house. I have severe anxiety, so everything that I have, like every tracking app on my phone, and I'm like, I'm that guy that watches the UPS driver on the map. You know, like when he's in your neighborhood kind of shit. I'm that guy. As soon as something gets delivered at my front door, my ass is standing on the other side of the door waiting for them to start walking back to their truck. I, I am, I'm the weirdo <laughs> guy who, if I go to a new place, I immediately start noticing where security cameras are. <laughs> So you are a criminal. Yeah, exactly. This is not. <laughs> and I always comment about, man, this place is not secure. Are you the guy that does all the like the inventory of the license plates in the parking lot? No, I don't do that. Okay. As long as you don't get past my gates, I don't care. We can stand there and watch you from a distance. All right. Rest of his question or email. Okay, non-gaming question. Any horror movies you enjoyed or still enjoy from your childhood? The Friday the 13th and Halloween franchises are obvious, but my all-time favorite one-off is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. The first two Pumpkinhead films are great as well. The Critters movies, The Blob, and Tremors. By the way, they're still making Tremor movies with a new one just releasing on Netflix. Yep, I'm, probably forgetting, I'm probably forgetting other good ones, but my morning poop is done, so it's time to end this email. I now know that you send these emails while you're taking a deuce. Some of my best thinking's happening there. You know, my son called it taking a deuce the other day, and I about lost it. In a good way or a bad way? I was just, he comes in, he's like, Dad, I've been holding a deuce. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay. Um... I don't know if I I don't think of Tremors like a horror movie. Does that make me weird? No, it's 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 a monster adventure movie with comedic aspects. Okay. Um Jurassic Park. No. Once again, that's I feel like that's a monster adventure movie. Ah, uh, the horror sequences in that though. Well even Tremors has some horror sequences. I think All it's right, just Jaws then? Jaws is his drama. Once again, You're that's a, a monster adventure movie. I I I I don't know. I horror I, I was the I was the kid that grew up like he said like the first Critters movie fucking uh Nightmare on Elm Street was my jam. I loved the Freddy movies when I was younger and I still have a soft spot for the very first Leprechaun. Oh god, with Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. Yeah, and Warwick Davis baby. Yep. I, th- I, you know, uh, The Thing is still one of my all-time favorite horror movies. I mean, movies. it's just a great fucking movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you I, know, I, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I going to say, I know you'll probably go, not really. I think Pitch Black is a really good horror movie. Pitch Black's a good movie. The Anthony's rest of them weird are, horror movies. Are, the rest well, of I mean, them like, are bad. Slasher flicks to me just aren't horror. Like, I don't think of Chucky, well, I guess Child's Play is more horror, but like, all the other Chucky movies aren't really horror. They're slasher flicks. Like, they they are, they're camp. Like, I don't find them scary. Event Um, Horizon. I've never seen that. What? Whoa. I I know. I know. I know. I know. Anthony, go watch that movie. That movie is so fucking good. 
Oh man, let's see here. So uh, uh, are missing the most important one, and that's Troll Two. Oh, don't go on the troll movie. The fucking <laughs> troll, troll too. Dude, no. Somebody dies by being buried in popcorn. I can't. The troll movies are like, uh, you remember the house movies? Yeah. House. I'm not a horror movie person, so it's easy for me to make fun of stuff by saying stuff like trolls. Oh, troll. God, troll well, trolls, different. trolls is a different story. And yes, that is a horror movie, but for a different reason. I wouldn't want to sit through either of those troll mo- trolls movies. There's like 70 critters movies now, but I think I've only seen the first one. Um, God, they called them crites. They called them yeah, crites. I, I just remember. I think it's critters too, where they roll up into a big ball and roll over people, and like only a skeleton's left after they roll over you. I mean, they got them quills on their back. Yeah, and then so. It was weird because there was so many knockoffs of stuff back in the eighties. So you had critters, then you had ghoulies. Ghoulies was the, the the thing coming up out of the toilet. Yeah. Um, I, I like we. So my wife and I have been doing a little bit of a horror movie marathon kind of thing, uh, and we did some of the classics. So I, I tried. We tried a Nightmare on Elm Street. Not scary at all. The first one. Yeah. Well, the first one's very old and campy now. It, well, well <laughs> you say that, but go back and watch like Dream Warriors or 4, the one that was in 3D. And those weren't even like horror those movies. Those were horror. Like comedies. Yeah, they were like, let's, and that's what all those slasher movies turned into were, let's see how interesting we can kill people. Yeah, it was gore porn. At a while. Yeah. It was, it saw resurge that in, you know, like the early 2000s of just like, how fucking gross can we get? Yeah, no, Hostel is the king of that yeah. from the movies yeah. that I've seen. So for sure, the only reason that I still love the Saw movies like, the way that I do is the 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 cohesive story like that. Not to spoil the Saw movies, but that dude dies in like the third one. Yeah, and there's and, eight of them. Yeah. So um, I'm still only <laughs> picking stuff that like I watched as a kid. Uh, Alien, the first one. Alien, Alien. Is, a, is a fucking tense ass movie. Um, I, I had to pull up a list of like uh, Twenty Eight Days Later. I watched as a kid as well. Um, and the, the original It, not the new one, obviously. Talk about the Tim Curry one. The Tim, Tim Curry, Curry one. That's yeah. the thing. I can't ever go back and watch it because all I see is Tim Curry. I just laugh every time he's on screen. <laughs> yeah, it's like Tim Curry. He's the fucking butler for fucking the, the Clue, Clue. movie. <laughs> Dr. Frankenfurter. I, I, um, jeez. So, uh, I'll say, I'll, I'll make some standouts that we watch. So, um, uh, Laura's not a big horror movie person. Uh, so I, I, you know, I was like, well, here's some of my favorites. Um, and she doesn't like gore. So it's oh. hard, it's hard to pick and choose. Yeah, um, that's hard. Um, but, she and I, I forgot how much I like this movie. It's 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 a once again another supernatural adventure movie. The Frighteners is a I, fantastic movie. That is um, what's his face? His first movie, right? No, no, no. Peter Jackson. But that wasn't his first movie. Dead no, Alive no, no, is no. the first one. I was talking to Drew about this the other day. Dead Alive oh, is the right. one you're thinking of. They're they're very similar in the kind of style of everything but no. Frighteners is Michael J. Fox right? Yes. yes. Michael yeah, J. Okay. Fox plays a paranormal investigator who can see ghosts. Gotcha. And 
It is fantastic. And to be honest with you, the best person in that is Jeffrey Coombs as the FBI agent. He is amazing in that movie. <laughs> I give you um, I give you one to watch too, The Descent. The Descent yeah, is a fantastic that's a, movie. That's a oh my god, that nope movie is movie for me. That I'm like, yep, yeah, no. Nope. <sighs> Caves alone. Caves alone are just Whatever you do though, don't watch the second one. Mom. Usually sequels suck. Um, Poltergeist was one I watched as a kid. She really liked Poltergeist as well. Um, that movie's still creepy. I'm assuming. Uh, you know, it, every once in a while it'll the be clown. creepy. See, the clown wasn't even that scary to me. Nah, clown creeps me out still. What about The um, Exorcist? Come on, dude, that's not I, scary. I didn't at watch all. that. I didn't watch that as a kid. How can so. you say that's not scary? That's not scary at all that anymore. Movie, uh, did, did you become an it. atheist? Is that why it's not scary? We watched it, dude. We watched we watched that, and we also watched Exorcist 3, which, hey, I suggest that because that's fantastic. That is a horror movie that you never see anything horror. And it does a great job. And let's be honest here. Uh, what's his name? C. Scott. C. Thomas C- Howe? No, George C. Scott. The guy played oh, Patton. George C. Scott. I was like, yeah. what are you talking about? He is the biggest over-actor in the world, and I love it. Oh, no. Is, the Exorcist still freaks me to fuck out. I don't... That, that was not scary at all to me. I have... Uh, so, this one it came up because I like was looking up the series. I've watched the first Reanimator and hated that Really? scary at all. Yeah. It's not scary, but... I, once again, I didn't Jeffrey, enjoy the Jeffrey campiness Coons, either of it. It's great. It was like, yeah, this is I, I I totally understand why people, but I'm good. I just didn't enjoy it as a kid. I maybe I can should go back to it, but it was just one of those like didn't get it. Um, Evil Dead was one I watched as well. The first one or Evil Dead? The too? first one. Well, the second one's not a horror movie. The second one's like partially horror, but they start subverting it at that point. But yeah, the I remember being really messed up by the uh, tree sequence. I had this conversation on Twitter the other day, but um, I know nobody else will agree with me on this one, but I think one of the scariest fucking movies ever made is Signs. Signs? Yeah, that's a good movie. I don't, I don't know that I would consider it scary. There's some yeah. tense moments. I'm like when terrified of that movie. Like the knife under the door to get the reflection. There, there are so many scenes of that. The, the fucking birthday party, the roof. I don't the, remember all the, of it. The cornfield with the foot. I screamed in the theater like a bitch. So I have only two more that I can remember watching as a young kid. Basically, The Hitcher, the original with C. Thomas Howell. The Rutger Hitcher. Hauer. Yeah, Rutger Hauer. He has a fantastic movie. You reminded me of that the other day. and I was Rutger like, Hauer. Yeah. Rutger yeah, Hauer just fucking steals every scene he's in. Yes. Let's just be fair. He's, he's perfect. At, like, he's scary as just this guy in that movie. Um. Don't watch the remake. Don't watch the sequel. No. And then um, the other one was like a film that my parents showed me that um, I don't even know how they discovered it, but it's called The Sender. And it's like the movie starts off with a guy at like a beach. Like there's a bunch of people on the beach. He starts picking up rocks and putting them into his pocket and he wades out into the water and tries to kill himself. And they start. Sorry. Uh, No, go ahead. He starts. But like his thing, the thing is that he can basically like send like r- like change reality with his mind and stuff. It's really fucked up movie. 
And like, there's some scary shit in that. Uh, if you don't know what to expect, I, I, honestly, it was like a movie that I had forgotten, and then I was like, and all of a sudden had a flashback to thinking about like, what the fuck movie was that? <laughs> uh, it was so hard to find because it's like I'm typing in, I'm like, movie that starts with guy putting rocks in his pocket. <laughs> And people so, are like, do you think it's this movie? I'm like, no, it's not that one. There's a, I don't know if you remember these, but they used to do these like short story movies. Um, and like there's one, show? yeah. So there's one called or, Tales yeah. from the Dark Side. I know Tales yep. from the Dark Side. Yeah. Watch that as an adult now, and realize how fucking dark that's those stories are. Like the the one that sticks with me to this day is the gargoyle story. Where it's been, we were, it's been forever since I've seen that movie. It's, it's yeah. funny, you're, you're talking about that. Um, a podcast I listened to recently was talking about like the anthology movies that were out during the 80s, oh. and that they brought that up, and specifically the Gargoyle one. The Gargoyle story is so terrifying as an adult now because you realize what it was. Like, it's just... It's fucked up. Um... Uh, Cat's Eye, another good one. Cat's Eye is pretty creepy. That yeah. that movie, terror, like the little goblin running around. And, <laughs> oh man, with his little itty bitty knife. Yep, he's gonna, oh. he gonna stab you. He's gonna stab you. Uh, oh. Twilight Zone, the movie, not the whole thing. Some you're talking about the there. first, the the plane. No, the, the helicopter is what you're thinking of. Um, no, the, 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 no, 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 no. Oh no, 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 no. The kid one. I remember being really messed up by like with the the stuff that the kid does. Twilight Zone was ahead of its time anyway because people didn't think of it as scary because it didn't have monsters, but it was just yeah. <laughs> There's some stories in there that like you watch them now and you're like, God, who mm-hmm. thought that up? <laughs> so, um, just to, to give you some suggestions, um through our little marathon that we've been doing. Uh, Laura absolutely hated it, but I, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, Hereditary. I've heard that is good. I own that and I've not watched it. Watch it, dude. It is. There are some moments in that movie that are just like the acting is so well done. Um, and then the last 20 minutes, it's like the remake of the evil dead. The last twenty minutes, where everything just goes batshit. That's that's that movie. I thought it was fantastic. His follow-up movie, Midsummer, steer the fuck clear from that movie. And then I've heard Midsummer is great. I can I tell you a movie. Hated it. I'll tell you a movie not to watch that's newer. Um, it's called Mandy. Everybody oh, loved that movie. Nick Cage. I hated that movie i get it it's a very slow paced most of that movie you think nicholas cage is gonna get to this crazy point which point kind of does and there's some really neat moments but boy that movie could be cut down like it is half a movie that is just nothing happening and i'm like there's some neat stuff in this like editing wise but i fucking drove me up the and you'll hear people talk about that movie as some great thing. And I'm like, this is. People latch on to weird movies. And I mean, I get it. Like I have John dies at the end is mine. It's my favorite weird movie, cult film sort of thing. But like, it's just. Ugh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, we watched Midsummer. I didn't like it at all. I I've get got Hereditary. It. Maybe I'll watch it. You should give Hereditary a shot. Um, another one that creeped me out, basically because of where I was living at the time, The Fourth Kind. Oh, God, that movie. My wife won't watch that movie anymore. That movie. So I lived in a cabin in the woods whenever we were watching that movie. <laughs> And I was like, there's a, there's a freaking owl around here somewhere. I know it. <laughs> uh, that was that was a pretty good one. That um, movie, I remember the, the bullshit around it that it was real when it came out. You know, like they yeah. were splicing footage in. I was like, okay, that's what makes it creepy for me. But now that I know that it was all fake, I'm like, eh. The, uh, I mean, going back to what you thought was real but isn't, uh, the Blair Witch Blair Project. Witch. Yeah, That the movie's first. boring as shit when you know it's fake. Yeah, but when I first saw it, sure. When I went to the theater, I didn't know. Yeah, like you, when you like think it's found footage, you're like, oh my god, this really happened. Holy shit! Then the people are on Jay Leno before the movie comes out, and you're like, oh, it's not real. Um, here's a movie that is not good, and I would never, ever, ever recommend it. But it was one of those like. Oh, I wish I hadn't seen that Dreamcatcher. I, can... I love Dreamcatcher. I hate that movie. I love that not movie. Good. It is not a good story. Everybody, everybody in that movie, I hate because they're stupid. They are stupid, but I still like them. I, that's that's one of those weird movies. It's two different movies. That's because that's because even the book is just like Stephen King was on like the painkillers and oxycotton or whatever the fuck he had for his accident that he was in mm-hmm. and was just writing stuff and it doesn't make any goddamn sense and it's all super fucking weird. I like that movie. You are in a very, very... But the shit weasels or whatever the fuck you want to call them, um, scared the fuck out of me. I mean, it's got Brody in it. Yeah. Big Matt, 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 Punisher. Matt. Yeah, he was in a movie that we watched as a family the other night. It was called Before I Wake. It's on Netflix about this little kid who, when he dreams, the shit comes real. So that's, by the way, the movie I was talking about, The Sender, is kind of that. But from, like, the 70s. Um, Okay. I mean, that movie was okay. Uh, My wife actually just came in and said we need to mention Us, because we watched that the other night, and it it was actually pretty good. I was good through that movie until they explained what it was. What do you mean? Until they explain at, what it was at the end, when they explain how it happened, like what what these people actually were. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then I got to that point, I was like, "What?" I mean, that's us fucked up. The... I think Get Out is scarier yeah, than that. Get, get, out, get out is better than us, and we love Get Out. Get and Out she's, was she's giving a thumbs up right now. Yeah. If you have not seen Get Out, you need to watch Get Out. Like that movie. I've been trying to get my wife to watch it for the longest time, and I don't know why she hasn't. But out, that out movie. Out of our marathon that we did, which ones were your favorite? The one with all the ghosts. The, the Frighteners? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then just the classics. The classics. Halloween. You liked Halloween? Scream. Yeah, we watched Scream. That was, that was that fun. First, that first movie is good. I don't Scr- care. So while we were watching Scream, I then said we have to watch Scary Movie because it's a shot-for-shot remake of Scream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing about Scream and Scary Movie is, like, the first ones were, were fun to watch. The rest of them, just let them go. Yeah. Just let them go. Anything, anything else? 
I can't remember half of them that we watch now. I mean, this it's good. You got all this fucking shit. Hereditary though was really good. Uh, yeah, she said like, that she didn't like Hereditary, but she could say it was really good. I, like I said, I bought it and I need to watch it. I respect. Okay, she respects Hereditary, but she didn't like it. <laughs> she doesn't like horror, so <laughs> yeah. The last um, twenty minutes of Hereditary is nuts. I I should probably sit down and watch it. I've yes. owned it for like a year. I've owned that and It Follows. It like Follows was fantastic. I forgot about that one. We watched that one too. Yeah, and like I have not watched either one. Like I own both of them. I've not watched either one of them. What's the um, God, the movie with Stephen Lang as the uh, blind guy? Stephen Lang as the blind guy. I've been guy. meaning to watch that forever. I don't huh? know what you're talking about. Everybody to IMDb. Go. This is the last thing, and we gotta move on to our tweets and get out of here. Right. Um, um, don't breathe. Oh, that movie, yeah, yeah. Never heard of it. I Jeez. did. I did a Stephen Lang search on IMDb, and one of the results came back with iCarly too. And I was like, "Yep, that's a horror movie." Um, yeah, it's uh, he's the killer in it. Yeah, they it's okay. a bunch of kids break into his house basically and go uh, poorly. And- the people under the stairs. <laughs> the, the people under the stairs is fun to watch on public television. Yeah, the people under the stairs is a terrible movie. It is um, a ter- it is a terrible it is. movie, but it scared me when I was a kid. You know what? I have one more, but I'm going to tell everybody to steal it, and I have no problem saying that. Uh, Jeepers Creepers one and two, but the director's a piece of shit, so don't buy them. Who's the director? Them. Uh, doesn't matter. He's a pedophile. Oh, okay. I, I got an arrested one, but like those movies are good, but don't pay for them. Oh, uh, I'm sure I, you can I find just, them on a streaming service. I just, I, I always find the people under the stairs funny because I remember watching it on like TBS or something, and somebody opened the door like, "What the face is that?" Oh man, go back. Like, there's there's YouTube channels devoted to like TV edits. Oh man, some of them are so good. So what watch, happens when you find a stranger hope. in the Alps? Yeah, you find a stranger in the Alps, and the casino one. Like if you watch that scene in Casino when they're out in the desert talking, like one of the YouTube comments was, "There's only two people in the scene, but I hear at least five people talking." <laughs> uh, all right, let's do some tweets and get out of here. Justin wants to know, "Hey guys, I beat Ratchet and Clank going Commando for the first time." I've decided to finally play the entire series, which is bigger than I thought. I was just wondering if you have any fond memories of this series and what games in particular. Um, one is an amazing title. Uh, yes. I bought that as a greatest hits title, but uh, two hadn't come out yet. Like That's how well that game sold. Was They got the greatest hits release, and then Going Commando came out. Going Commando is a way bigger title than the first game. Um I didn't like Up Your Arsenal as much, though. Um, it was clearly trying to put multiplayer in with some of the gameplay elements, but it was still a well-done game. I mean, all of them are fantastic titles. Yeah. That, um, you're going to find disappointment with All for One and uh, Full Frontal Assault. Which one but, was... Um, you remember when they did the mini-games on PlayStation 3? That, those are them. Full Frontal Assault is the... Uh, tower defense one. It plays no, no, more no. like a Ratchet and Clank game, and um, all for one is the multiplayer game. 
No, no, no. This was like uh, Ratchet and Clank Future. Oh, so Future, there's... Uh, oh, God, do you want me to go down this? Uh, Tools, Tools of Destruction. destruction. That's, that's, the first, that's the first full game on PS3. Then that was, was a solid Quest, one. Quest for Booty, which is the shorter game. Yep. A Crack in Time was yep. bigger. And then they did um, Into the Nexus, which is a smaller title again. Right. I, did, oh, I, I didn't the remake. Those. The remake is fantastic. The remake uh, yeah, is the, fantastic. The new is that the new one on PS4? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. One? yeah. That was yeah, I like that fantastic. One the movie tie-in. Yeah, yeah. I think the new game is based off of the ending of Nexus, from my understanding. So, but all right, they're, they're uh, fantastic games. Um, play the PSP ones as well, Secret Agent Clank and Size Matters. However, you can. They're really good titles as well. One more question. What was your first horror game? Mine was Friday the 13th on the NES. Was about seven and bought it at a flea market. I loved how terrifying it was. Never could beat it. Nobody can. Nobody can. Um, does another world slash out of this world count? I mean, I guess if it scared you. Um, yeah, but then James, then James Pond counts. Uh, James fair. Pond. James yeah, listen, Pond. When I was a kid, I used to get scared by the sound that played at the beginning of Yar Kung Fu on uh, Commodore sixty four. So I feel you. <laughs> Echo the Dolphin also creeped me out. When you get down into the deep water, I got scared. That music started playing with the sharks. Fuck that. Yeah. Well, then the aliens. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, I would say Splatterhouse. I mean, mine was Friday the 13th, and every time Jason would show up when you would turn the corner, it would scare the absolute piss out of me. Because he would play that, that, that note. Dun, 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 dun. Fuck that. Yeah, um, I, I think for me it was probably uninvited. Oh, I remember that. I think um, the, the one that, that still sticks to me, and I don't think it was actually supposed to be a scary game, um, uh, Heart of Darkness. Oh yeah, that game. The CS One game. The way the kid dies in all these horrible well, freaking ways. Why, well, that's why I'm saying like the the game he did before that, Out of This World slash Another. It's got two names, but like that game creeped me out on Super Nintendo. You start it up, and if you don't move right away, you die instantly. It scared the shit out of me. And then you get up, and then there's a monster in the background, and it runs off and kills you later. Um, yeah, that game was terrifying. You move too close to the leech, you're dead. Um, and the way that they did the uh, polygonal uh, character models, you know, the uh, rotoscope effect, it was creepy. It was, like, more realistic in some way because, I mean, they moved like people. Um, the, the the like two games that I can think of that are more true horror um, come on, like, the N64. Uh, Shadow Man was a big one for me. And uh, Shadowgate 64 has, like, a ton of horror elements to it. When I, when I was a kid, when you died in Zelda and Ganon showed up in that shadowy thing, and it went, urgh, urgh, urgh. That's Zelda that used 2, to, yeah. Yeah, that used to scare me. I still think Fatal Frame, the first one. Crimson Butterfly was ten times scarier, though. Oh, no, the fucking Fatal Frame had me seeing shit that wasn't there. Like, I was terrified of the first Fatal Frame game. The the woman who constantly falls out of nowhere, like the hanging lady or whatever. Yeah, that fucked up. Every once in a while, she just fall out of the sky and then start chasing you. Woo, man. Fuck that game. Oh, there's a there's a 
puzzle in Shadowgate 64 that requires you to get a specific, like, mandolin or something. And if you put it, you have to do this, like, all very quickly. And if you don't do it, this gigantic man runs out of the room kills you and it's a game over uh, and I remember that scaring the shit out of me yeah the original I, NES Shadowgate was scary to me when I was a kid too okay good then I'm not then I don't feel crazy for mentioning Shadowgate 64 like it is there's some terrifying like deaths that you get um Black Mirror not the remake and not related to the show but Black Mirror the PC adventure game also like just you would have these not only do they show you these dead bodies up close and then their eyes flick open and then your character wakes up from a nightmare um there's just ways to die in that game and there like there's some quick moments where you have to act quickly and like it's super tense and everything and that game scared the shit out of me to the point where I'm just like I'm done I'm done playing this I did finish it eventually I finished the whole trilogy actually I finished the whole quadrilogy if you want to count in the awful remake but uh, yeah, that that game creeped me the fuck out and scared me a little bit. All right. Yeah, I, I I I I genuinely believe that. Um, in addition to being the first one that I played, I genuinely believe that Uninvited is the scariest game from that generation. That game is terrifying. You can replay that game. They had it on a collection on Xbox One. It's on. I Steam don't know that I well. want to replay that game. <laughs> um, here's you. It's funny you said that because like the Mac Venture series is something I've been trying. I've been thinking about getting into. Um, and there's actually a new game called uh, World of Horror that's inspired by Junji Ito, who's like the horror guy from Japan. Yeah, that guy. And um, yeah, so I've been meaning to also give that a shot. Uh, Junji Ito is a definite read if uh, you like if you can if you can stomach some creepy gross stuff. Yeah. He's the only person that I only time I've ever almost vomited at a drink. All right, <laughs> is it the <laughs> grease one? Uh, no, that's a close one. No, it was the snail people. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yep. The last tweet is the perfect end to the show. You all suck. The end. David says, I'm now 0 for 2 at Burger King and 0 for 2 at Taco Bell. I'm starting to think the odds are against me. <laughs> Dude, you've only tried twice at both places. And <laughs> Come on, you're not trying hard enough to destroy your body. You now need to get some play... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. On, adult onset diabetes first. No. Then you get the PlayStation. <laughs> See, I, I get me and my wife a Mountain Dew. When I go to Taco Bell, it's me two chances. I'd say uh, someone should play taps for your colon because you're going to shit a lot, but then I'm sure you could just fart it out yourself. So the Burger King thing, I actually went and got my son last week after the show two chicken fries, which is the two for five. I thought there would be like a code or something in the bag. I didn't get nothing. So I haven't even tried the Burger King one yet, because I refuse to eat their burgers. I've never refused to eat anything from there. Their chicken fries are pretty good. Honestly, that's what happened. Like, that's the reason why I stopped going there. Somebody burnt my fucking chicken fries like multiple times, and I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, I got food poisoning from Burger King chicken fries, so. I got got food poisoning from an Arby's roast beef sandwich, and motherfucker, I still went back. 
<laughs> he I went back him. the next day. No, I, I, I enjoy Arby's. It took me six months to go back to Arby's because I'm gonna tell you it was the worst bout of food poisoning I'd ever had. But eventually, I did make it back to get some roast beef sandwiches. But I, I you, you got a roast beef sandwich, and then you felt that evil bubbling. <laughs> Dude, it was that was the worst. Like that food poisoning was so bad. That's like the bar when I get sick now. Like that's the one I remember. Is that fucking Arby's fucking roast beef sandwich that just you talking about this food poison? You ever had a stomach virus? Because man, <sighs> okay, I mean, there's a difference. You can't go back and like eat out of stomach virus. <laughs> true. You know what I mean? Like I lost I lost thirty pounds in a week because of stomach virus, and I was hundred and thirty pounds at six two. So the end result like fucking, wasn't good. Look at fucking look like fucking Christian Bale from the Machinist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was not pretty, but it's like I can't. I haven't been back to the place where I thought I caught like where the person was that I caught it from. I have not been back, but um, I, it's not like a restaurant that I have to avoid because like, I don't want to get that again. I'll tell you the restaurant that makes my family sick. Like all three of us get sick regularly, and it's awful because their food is so good. Chick Fil A. Really, that makes yeah. you sick. Yeah, like made with holy water, and you're a bunch of heathens. <laughs> no, it's uh, like the last. Like I got my son some chicken nuggets there recently, and he got sick. He was the only one that ate there. But the last time all three of us went there and ate, we all three got sick. The salt <laughs> on their fries is made from Jesus's tears. <laughs> got the salt of the earth right there. You know what? I love my bigot chicken. Okay, it just makes me sick. I'll tell you the place is is new around here, but I've ate there three times, and each time I've gotten sick, and it was Culver's. Culver's, I can't good. stand Culver's. I think Culver's is so gross. Really, Culver's I like made me Culver's. sick. So that's the thing. I like the food, but man, afterwards, I was just like, I don't know if I can eat here anymore. I mean, they call them butter burgers. That just makes them taste better, right? Because they call it's them butter burgers. Good. I know. You should call them butt burgers. That's what I'm going to be doing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what fast food restaurant isn't that? I mean, yeah. But truthfully, it's all garbage. It, it just is. Like, if you eat at these places, you're going to get sick. But how am I going to play McDonald's Monopoly? You can't. Not in America. No, I don't give a shit about America. America doesn't give a shit about anybody else. I'm going to play Monopoly. Nobody in America ever won McDonald's Monopoly. Probably nobody in Canada actually won it either. You probably just didn't catch them. We caught them and put them in a documentary. I only go to McDonald's because it's on the parking lot of like my work. I can't eat McDonald's anymore. I, I used to be able to eat that shit, and I don't know if it's because I've gotten older or because the food's gotten worse, but I, anytime I eat there, I guess. Call them A, call them B. Yeah, I, I I can't. Like, I can eat pretty much any. I could eat a Whopper if I had to. But McDonald's, I can't. I can't do it anymore. I haven't I ate at McDonald's in probably had to. 10 yeah. years. Yeah, I, I eat there every now and then. It doesn't, it doesn't really bother me. I don't know what it is, but, like, every time I'm... Which sucks, because I live in a small town, and the only fast food burger joint in here is McDonald's. So it's either get McDonald's or drive 20 minutes to get fast food. Yeah. 
I don't know. That's I I drive twenty minutes a lot. I'll just put that out there. I'll tell you, there's a couple of places I, I I'll, I'll eat pretty much anything, but if you give me the choice, I'm not going to eat at Zaxby's. I don't know what that is. Yeah, we, we don't have we Zaxby's. don't have Zaxby's around here. Well, I've, I've eaten it on um on vacations and stuff on my way through your part of the world, but we don't have them here. Yeah, Zach, Zaxby's. Uh, uh-uh. you can keep it. That's I the one place I will avoid. We can't keep it because we don't have it. Yeah, we don't have it, so we can't. <laughs> Consider yourself lucky. <laughs> this, I mean, there's not many fast food places I just flat out won't eat, but McDonald's is, has become one of them. Unless, I mean, everybody's going there. Like, if we were going out somewhere and everybody just stopped there, I would get a burger, but I can't. See, that, that's the thing, is that, like, I could go pick up something for me and then pick up something for my wife, but... I don't feel like doing that. Dude, so I do I just, that all the time. I just go where she goes. My son only eats like two places. McDonald's my wife and doesn't what? <laughs> Papa John's. And Papa John's, there you go. Um, my wife doesn't eat anything that he and I eat. So it's like nine times out of ten, if I go out to get food, I'm going three places. See, I hate, nah, I hate doing that. Oh, I do too. I absolutely despise it. <laughs> but... Yeah, I'm just like... The sacrifices we make for our families. Yeah, like, I could sacrifice and eat the garbage that he's eating, but I'm like, dude, like, I like Papa John's every now and then, but it is, like, at the bottom tier of my fast food pizza. Yeah. So so, so you, you'll get a, a whole pizza, or just, like, a I'll just share pan? with him. Like, we just get a cheese pizza. Okay. They don't have personal pans at fucking Papa I don't know. I haven't been to Papa John's in forever. No. Good for just you. get, like, a cheese pizza, and everybody will eat that. If we If we all eat it, Papa John's, or we'll get like two pizzas and then you know get one of them half some shit or something. I don't know. Yeah. But most of the time I won't eat. Like literally, Papa John's is my bottom tier fast food pizza. Like it is the last one I would pick. Over Domino's. No, Domino's. Oh is god. Off. Oh god, Domino's is terrible. I'd uh, rather eat Papa John's. Ugh. Way <laughs> before Domino's. The, the the thing about Domino's is you have to get the right pizza. You have to get the crunchy thin. Like their regular pizza, you're right. It's bad. Uh, you know what kind of pizza I get at Domino's? The crunchy no nothing. pizza. The crunchy nothing. Disgusting. <laughs> like I, I do eat some Domino's every once in a while. It's. I like the crunchy thin Domino's. I don't like their regular pizza. Do you guys have Pizza Hut up there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Pizza Hut is, pizza is near the top. Here. It. The Donato's is my favorite of the national chain pizza places. I've never Donato's, heard of those. Donato's is fucking fantastic pizza. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Um, is, maybe it's not national. I thought it was. This but. is this is for Canadians only. But Pizza Pizza is the worst fucking pizza. Holy is shit. that little? Is that like Little Caesars? I wonder because that's their um, slogan. Well, so in Canada, that is not their slogan because the company already existed here in Canada. Oh. Called Pizza Pizza, and see, well, Caesar's moved in, and they're like, you can't use that as their your slogan. That's our fucking restaurant name. Like that's Dude, so, Little Caesars uses like fucking spaghetti sauce. Dude, yeah, Little Caesars. Little Caesars. Little Caesars is only good because I all of a sudden want pizza and it's five dollars and it's ready. It's hot and ready. That's yeah. the only reason that's I it. eat it is because it's five dollars. Yeah, yeah. That, I, and it's for, ready. I, I would never. Yeah go there otherwise but pizza pizza i'd argue that their their panzerottis great their pizza is cardboard and like tomato sauce 
awful. Yeah, it's as far as chains go, Pete, Papa John's at the bottom. And yeah, unfortunately, Ryan, for me, Pizza Hut's like one step above Papa John's. See, I, I like, I do like the pan pizza at Pizza Hut. Now, pan, um, pan is good, but their regular pizza? Oh, no, they, well, no, but yeah, you don't Do they regular make regular pizza? 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 Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They're all. I'm pretty sure it's all pan. In fact, Pizza Hut knows that their pan is good because they charge you an extra dollar to get it pan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the thing is, yeah, the thing is, we we're blessed with some really good local local chains in this area. Yes, we are. Like uh, Casano's and La Rosa's and um, Marion's. I like A and G pizza too. A and G's really good. Yeah, so we've we've got a lot of really good local chains around here that. We don't have to eat the garbage. Better. Yeah. <laughs> if we want a good pizza, I mean, we have to pay. Let's be fair, right? We have to pay for it. Yeah, it's true. Like Casano's and Donato's, you're talking 15 bucks for a lot of Yeah, they're of pizza. expensive pizzas. So, yeah, so I'm looking at Pizza Hut right now because it's, I'm pretty sure in Canada, all of them are pan. No. There's just no regular. We have three different kinds of crust on our Pizza Hut here. Uh. We That's, have pan, original, and hand tossed. I think are the three. They have, thin, they have a thin crust too at Pizza Hut. That's what my son oh, they do have a thin crust. I've never, yeah. I would never get a thin crust pizza from Pizza Hut. Gosh, every time I think of Pizza Hut, I think of two things. I think of Book It, and I think of the X Men uh, commercials that these come on. You know what they, I think of? I think of when they used to have the buffet. Uh, dude, the, the like buffet. that's the thing is like there's there's a couple of like we had this one called Stevie B's. And that's Sorry, it's called Stevie B's, and they had a promotion starting at three o'clock, and it ended at five, I believe, five or six. What time you came in is what you paid. So I'd get off work at three, three fifteen. I pay three dollars and fifteen cents wow. for an entire buffet of pizza. God it was damn. amazing. You said they're closed now. Yes. Can't there's imagine only, why. <laughs> there's, there's, only, there's only one left, and it's like a 40-minute drive to get there. Man, I know what I'm having for dinner. So, totally unrelated to pizza, but there is a KFC buffet somewhere out in Alberta, Canada. I've seen a KFC buffet out west. But we used to have Pizza Hut buffet. When I worked for the cable company, I would go eat. Do you even have like actual restaurant Pizza Hut still? Yeah, that's that's the only thing we have in my hometown is like a, one that you can sit in. Yes, you you, you they wow. do not do delivery. You can only either pick up there and carry out, or you can eat there. Wow, well, I, I don't think ours will let any. you sit in there, but it's not like it's not like the old pizza. Yeah, it's, it's just like the one that we used to have was in Middletown, shit. but I think they yep. closed that one. Yeah, they closed it. It's a Marco's Pizza now. Yeah, they, that was the one we used to go to when I worked at the cable company because they were like they had the buffet bar and then they had like a bunch of booths. Yep. Like I, I, I haven't been in there in a while, but the Pizza Hut we have, to be honest with you, their salad bar was impressive as hell. They had all that space because they don't do pizza. They don't do pizza anymore. anymore. Yeah. And it was fresh stuff. Like I, I actually enjoyed getting a salad there. All right. Uh, that is it for this week. If you want to email us pizza questions, it's podcast only. 
pizza at <laughs> no i don't have an email don't confuse people podcasts at ztgd.com that's the email address you can email you can email us whatever you want burger king pizza i mean if you want to talk video games that's cool too if you want to talk about burger king go elsewhere right yeah we don't we don't talk unless, about we're te- unless you're telling us you lost and we- or won in which case we're interested but i want to know if anybody's won yet i haven't seen like i remember the last time xbox did this i saw a bunch of people saying i won i won i've not seen one person say they won i've seen some pictures have you? That's yeah. cool. I mean, I'm yeah. glad that I just haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some like on subreddits and stuff like that. Like, hey, I won. Cool. cool. I'm glad somebody is winning because it seems a lot less this time. Yeah, like it used to be pretty ubiquitous once the um, Xbox Taco Bell stuff went live that like you'd hear of like winners like within the day, and I, I haven't heard anything. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, set M4G podcast. Uh, if you want to follow the people on the show. Drew is a Drew Leachman. Ryan is at Wombat RP. I am at ZTGD. Uh, and you can follow the site as ZTGD content. Phoenix Down, you said you're prepping for game 100? Uh, so, yeah. All right. So this week, it'll be Matt and I discussing what game 100 will be. We have chosen our game. Um, there's going to be some people mad. <laughs> That's okay. It's our damn show. That's right. Uh, but uh, the next game, so we'll have that episode this week on Friday, and then we're going to start playing Sunset Overdrive. After Sunset Overdrive, we're moving on to Dead Space 3 Co-op, and then Game 100. Probably in 2021. I would say 2021, January, we'll be doing Game 100. And then after that, I'm pretty sure we're going to be starting the Yakuza series. Nice. That game, I got a email about the new one the other day asking for a review code request, so... Ooh, like a dragon. Exciting time. Like, it's coming soon. Like, uh, you know, next gen is only two weeks away. Yep. <sighs> Getting close. Getting close. Anyway, that's the show, unless anybody has anything else. Otherwise, here's first. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.